Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 33 of Beer Another Shit Podcast Quarantine Series Adjunct Edition. No, it's not. It's Quarantine Edition Adjunct Series. Who even knows anymore? So this evening, y'all, if you've been watching, listening, following, whatever for a while, you will know that I regularly talk about my, uh, I'm part of a fantastic group chat with, technically there's five of us, but one of us, uh, one one individual doesn't participate a lot, but essentially there's four of us who speak, I I pretty much speak to these dudes like more than anybody else I know, which is uh, hilarious. Um, We all live in different places. We haven't even like hung out as much as one would imagine but this is one of the first times we've all been on a call like this i think we've done it very briefly before but not at length so i'm just going to bring him in we have noah forrest from beerism nathan lefebvre from nathan does beer and beer's podcast and christoph packett from hops and bros make some motherfucking noise fellas <laughs> yeah get it in ya mate this is great nice seeing all your pretty ass faces they are pretty Really nice to see your face once again. No, this is uh, Christoph, by the way. I just want to make a special shout out to Chris. He is the MVP of this podcast today. He drove from Ottawa to Montreal to see me, to see Noah. I mean, he's doing other things too, but to see Noah yeah. and then to see Nate back in Ottawa on the Ottawa side, all the way from Gatineau, to make sure we all had the same beers today. Now, that yeah. is a fucking legend right there, ladies and that, That's legend. And all this yeah. from a very safe distance at the same time. Got yes. Absolutely. We didn't exchange that much spit. It was very minimal. Very minimal. Just droplets. Just droplets. Just little. Droplets. We were talking moistly, as uh, <laughs> Mr. Trudeau said. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I got to say, Craig is moist. I'm known. It's, it's well known. It's, it's well spoken it's of. Got sweat gland issues. <laughs> exactly. Let's not, let's, let's not, you know. Let's yeah, be, yeah. Let's be yeah, gentle. Exactly. I'm, I'm sensitive. So. so are are we drinking tonight, guys, or not? I mean, we guess we yeah. can have a couple beers. Yeah, oh, okay, I, okay, I, 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 I can have a beer. Yeah, okay. It's, it's now you mention it, I guess. It's not yeah, a bad yeah. Idea. So no, it's just a suggestion. Now, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's not a bad idea. You're, you're a smart kid. So the the beers, since you mentioned beers, I guess we might as well drink them. The, oh, it could be water too. I don't mind. I have a great. Oh, this is a fucking good water right now. Oh, it's yeah, I'm good. drinking oh, out of a jar too. Yes, look at that. See, there's oh, hipster. You guys hipster. Wow, hipster. No, uh, no, you need to be living out here, mate. Not in the sticks. No, you know this is where but hipsters wouldn't have like a plastic top. No, they would not. Like made of wood and hand carved by <laughs> some man in a village. Somewhere. Yeah, that's really true. That's, some, that's embarrassing. No, you, 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 you've got a lid because you're because you're a parent. Like, like. Yes. You <laughs> It's because I have three cats that they they steal my water. So no, it actually is. Oh, that's smart, cats, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> then the kids. You don't have a straw or something? Do you I have that? Straws, man. Straws. I don't Environment. know. Cool for straws. Hey, oh, we lost. Uh, we lost. Wow, Chris, Chris has disappeared. Uh-oh. He'll join back. So the the most special thing about this evening, aside from your beautiful faces, is the beers that we're drinking. It's so like the fact that this even happened is pretty ridiculously amazing and random that we ha- we're going to be drinking three different collaborations from Beerism, Hops and Bros, and BAOS. There he is. We lost you. I don't know what happened. That's uh, you know Scott <laughs> Fox though. So the Where fact that all three, like Noah, your collab dropped uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, 
yeah, Chris got arrived in Montreal today. Arrived in Montreal today. Chris, your collab dropped a couple weeks ago, I believe. Is that right? Uh, yeah, uh, I think it's three weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah, and our collab dropped in like late August, so it wasn't that long ago, but it's still around yeah. and it's still good. Yeah. So the fact that we have three collabs that we've all done as beer media folks at the same time is ridiculous. It's so it's cool. Great. Yeah, I'm really, really happy that we've been able to do this. So uh, we're basically going to start with the, I guess, the the oldest one, the uh, BOS podcast and L'Espace Public Bière de Vacances. The second yeah. year we've done it in cans, the Creamsicle Sour. Um, this was a beer we did, I think it was in 2018. Yeah, we did it. We did a couple of test runs at the brewery, uh, at the brew pub, I'm sorry. And um, yeah. try, we did a, the, the OG, which Nate and Chris, you guys came down for that. That was a lot of fun. Like, that was cool. That was, a, that was great. Man, that was, that was a rough night. Jesus Christ. And oh, guys, <laughs> you look roughed up when we showed up, so I can't imagine how it, it ended oh, yeah. up. No, 100%. Um, oh, do you want to take photos of anything? Pour, the pour or anything? Yeah. Oh. Um, and the um, – so we did that. We did a variant. So this is a, basically a marmalade creamsicle sour. We did a variant uh, of it that was a little stronger, like 6%. It was much more intense. Um, I remember that. At the brewery. That was my favorite one, to be honest, obviously. Um, it, then we did a blackberry blueberry version in early 2019, I believe. And then uh, this was then we canned it last summer for the first time, and then we canned it again this summer. And, and you know what? This this beer has come such a long way because I gotta be straight yeah. honest. The first batch, I I wasn't into it. The vanilla was so intense, but like I legit like this beer a lot. Yes, it's I'm, I'm super super happy with it. Um, and and it holds up like it holds up really well. And the, even the two batches they did last year, um, we had two different batches that they canned, and they were both quite different. Like they, they yeah. Can hold it. No, just doing the photos as we go. It makes for more dynamic photography, if you know what I'm saying. Which we're going to get to later. So yeah, get that. <laughs> Look at I'm having such a good time on the podcast. <laughs> oh wow, your real smile kills me. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous, right? So yeah, real or fake, we don't know. Well, it's like it, it reminds me of something out of like a Sears ad. I, I don't know, or like yeah, <laughs> it's super fake. By the way, check the glassware. This is the OG. Oh wow, yeah, that's an old, yeah, that's the old school. Like 2004 C certified brewhead glass before BOS existed. So I figured since everyone's flexing their glassware and all that tonight, uh, we're gonna do it. Uh, so are anyway, you still a C certified brewhead. I am. No, he, no, he's a B certified brewhead now. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm moving my way up. Guys, fucking get it in ya. <laughs> By the way, did, that. did I see Chris take a sip already before we cheers? Uh, did you take a uh, fucking I, sip? I, I think- Chris, hey, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. You're the I MVP. You're allowed. like fucking four hours, 12 yeah, hours. Whatever. You're allowed. You're allowed. You're I allowed. need to drink. So, um, yeah, I'm super proud of this beer. Um, I'm really glad that they decided to bring it back. Um, I was actually at the brewery with Simon. The They opened a, uh, what do you call it? You've seen uh, the, the production brewery not too far, a couple blocks from the actual brew pub. So I'd been there briefly before to pick this up, but I hadn't hung out there. So. Went down to see Simon. It's always a dangerous time. I am a little bit hungover last night. I feel like the Lesbos uh, Geeks or something does it to me. And I didn't even go that hard. But the uh, maybe it's a sour beers even. But they um, Just yeah. the fact that you said didn't even uh, go that hard makes the fact that you went hard. 
it's well, like, it, it's kind of hard not to when Samoa's around, eh? Yeah, he's yeah. a the dangerousest man of all time. He really is. He means he means well, but he's a fucking you pound him right, and I he's guess a machine. He's he's a beast. That's why he makes low ABV beers. He can have a hundred of them, as he says. So. That's smart. The, That's smart. Um, I don't know if I ever said that. Basically, earlier this year, before COVID, we had a me and Simon had a few chats, and we were planning on doing um, another variant this summer for cans because we knew they were going to have their, their uh, production space. So we were able to be more flexible than we were when they were brewing this at Oshlag. So I had two ideas. One of them was ridiculously intense, which we're not going to do, and then one that we actually might do. I spoke to him about it last night. We might do that for next year. So. You guys might have seen another version of Vieta Vacant that they just dropped with Clementine and Cranberry. And actually, yeah, almonds. That. And that was not a collab with BOS. But um, I spoke to Simon. He thought, he, he said, someone, one of the other guys there was like, oh, I wonder if uh, C's going to be mad about it or whatever. So I didn't know about it. We didn't speak about it. Um, this is an interesting thing. And I'm bringing this up because I thought it was, I, I haven't actually told you guys this yet because I couldn't be bothered typing it. So I thought I'd just tell you publicly because it's not totally, totally fine oh. to talk about. But basically, like, when you come up with a collab, like, the concept of this beer was me and Scott and Simon did it together. Scott was my old co-host, for people who don't know. And this, this was, like, the one. And we were, you know, the variant we did was a collab. So him, at the end of the day, though, like, I don't own Vienna Vacances as a brand. It's not mine. It was a collaboration that, you know, they've, it's cool to me that they've been able to add this to their this is to an annual lineup, and then now they did a, a Christmas variant with two Christmassy uh, fruits and, and stuff to, to add to it. So, like, I, would I have wanted to be a part of it? For sure. I tried it last night. It's really good beer. It's really, really good. But, you know, I said we were talking about other ones. So I was like, look, man, of course, you know, we don't own the shit, so you do what you want with it. But, like, I'm just so you know, I'm down to continually do that. Because he said the team rejected my uh, ridiculous idea. It was, it what was, was it? It was a, a fruit bowl. I guess I could say it because I'm not going to do it. Don't steal it, anyone. They, uh, I, I stopped eating it now, but like earlier this year, I was, it was pomegranate, clementine, um, blueberries, and passion fruit. So it was like I actually oh, yeah. ate that in a bowl. Yeah. So um, that was the one I was like, look, I know it's ridiculous. It'd probably be way too expensive because you've got to add all this stuff. Um, and it might not even taste good in a beer format, but I like eating the bowl of it. So I imagine it could be good. So well, I that, mean, those those combinations work in the fruit bowl. I don't see why no. it wouldn't work in a sour beer. I don't yeah. know if the vanilla would throw it off, but probably not. Yeah. But you could have caught like I think I was. I feel like I'm having deja vu because I never remember half the things we talked yeah. about. But I feel like I think I suggested doing some kind of pavlova thing. You did. What did you suggest? Is so Australian that like, yeah. and it's perfect because pavlova is. Got van- it's like egg white and vanilla, right? Like it's like a Correct. vanilla component. To it's it, um uh, meringue, so it's like a meringue yeah. top, and they make this sort of like it's like meringue, and then a, der- a spongy derivative of it somehow that makes it kind of like this. So the outside's hard, and then the inside's soft, and then you cover the top of it with um kiwi. Typically, it's like kiwi fruit, passion fruit, passion fruit, right? It's uh, really intense, tangy, super tangy, like, strawberries. I, I feel like someone made a sour of that. Didn't Collective Arts yeah. do a pavlova sour? I got a funny story about that. I was oh, in Melbourne yeah, last yeah. year when it came out, and I saw online that it dropped. I was there in March, and I was like, ah, oh, sick. It's out. It's at Mr. West, in, which is the bar that they collaborate with. So me and my cousin were going there anyway. So I went there, like, yeah. It's like, yo, where's the pavlova be? I saw it on there. Nah, it was, it was dropping in Hamilton, Ontario, on and the day I was there, not Melbourne. Dick. Ah, uh, no but, way. 
I was pissed, Christoph. You don't even know. But I got it when I got back. And I feel like it's like I've had other Pav beers. They have them down there as well. A few other breweries had it. But I feel like it's not mad common up here. And in Quebec, no one's done it because it's probably me and like one other Australian. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what you it's, probably, it's probably a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on this one, are you, are you guys finding that the, uh, that like the orange marmalade is really coming out a lot more than in previous versions? I'm getting a lot more sure. of the orange peel on it than I have in the past. That's a good point. They, in, in my opinion, it's probably the, it's the best one I've had. Like uh, to my taste, yeah. it's the closest yeah. to a creamsicle I've, I've had for this. I definitely Without agree. being too sweet and, and not too vanilla, too much vanilla either. Yeah. You know what I like? I, even I, have I find this is a way better version of a similar beer to me, which is um, the Vox Populi Kettle Sour there. What oh, uh, the brunch. The brunch. Or, yeah, the brunch. Because that actually has orange juice in it. Yeah, it's a bit sweet. It, like, it, it, that, that feels like a mimosa, that beer. It doesn't yeah, feel it really like does. a beer so much. Whereas in this, um, this, this is sour. It's it's super fruity. Like it tastes like it has like straight up orange juice in it. Yeah. But it's like it's pretty dry, all things considered, even yeah. from lactose. Yeah. It's, it's like I need a touch of lactose. Like we, you know, all joke lactose jokes aside, which I'm sure we'll get into. But it's not. I we didn't want too much of it because you know too much would have actually made this beer pretty shit. But yeah, I'm really proud of them. They did they did good this time because they had a when they're at Oshlad, just for people who don't know, Oshlad's a contract brewing facility. And when you're contracting, they, they it's, there's like limited things you can do as far as like what you can produce on site. So at the brew pub, he was able to make a marmalade, like put uh, oranges and limes and whatever else, and actually stew that stuff up and make make a marmalade for the very very first batch. This time they said they got a local producer to do that because they're not allowed to cook food on premise. Oh, that's so, interesting. So I guess they got a, they were able to, you know, some rather than him rush it, Simon might not know how to do it as good. They got someone who knew what they were doing and they were able to add it to it and really give it that kind of pop, the flavor pop that it needed. So it seems like you know, people are still liking it. They're still, you know, they're being able to, um, there's like one case left, I think, at that. That's pretty much it that it's tapped out. So it probably didn't sell as well as last year, but it came out last the year before, last year it came out in like June. This year it came out like end of August, yeah. and it's re- I don't know why they waited. Maybe just because of COVID and, and what they were doing at the facility. I'm not sure. Obviously, they they could have an impact on the brewing schedule for sure. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, um, so that means sorry, and I'm, yeah. I'm way behind on this, but so that means that they don't brew through Ashley anymore. No, they they had a few. Um, uh, Simon reminded he told me this before, but I forgot that they had a bunch of cans with Oshlag's address on it. So this one actually has the Avenue Letourneau address on it, whereas the ones with Oshlag on it um, had to be uh, used. So in order to use them, they had to brew it at Oshlag. So they finished up those batches. I don't know if there's still a couple to go, but. Um, yeah, now they've pretty much moved everything over. They've got a lot of room to grow. It's a very nice place, man. Really cool. We've got a place for um, uh, like an outdoor patio at the at the back and um, uh, a nice, uh, what do you call it, like a, a store, like the bottle shop like over with all huge windows looking into a door oh, wow. and stuff. He actually, as soon as we got there, he took us upstairs and they have a part where they're making an office upstairs. So right now there's no electricity and it's all just like frames so you can walk through the walls. But 
he took us on the roof and the roof has a 360 degree view of Montreal right in front of the space, the fucking, what's it called? The Olympic Stadium. It's crazy. Wow. It's honestly wow. That's beautiful. Cool. I want to shoot That's a music nice. video there. It's really, really impressive. So I, I'm really oh, happy. For, yeah, man. Happy for them. I think it's great. Um, love what they're doing. I think they're, um, you know, the whole area is coming up. You know, we drank some of the beer from Mutoid last night, uh, a new metal brewery that opened up uh, right near Prefontaine Metro, I believe. And um, yeah, they're, uh, they they had a Keller beer. It was really good. I was talking to you earlier about it now on Facebook, and it was, uh, yeah, yeah, really impressive. So, you know, they came up looking up to La Spa, so they want to do similar beers and shit. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of avant know, garde out there now. Um, who was the other one? There's one more, I think. Have a blank. But yeah, it's, it's a, the area's coming up, man. There's a lot more, uh, lot more places to, to go. Before, it was basically just Lesbos and Avant-Garde, I guess. And that was only recent. That was like a year ago at most. Yeah, Avant-Garde is not that old. No. Is it like a year or two? Uh, yeah, no, even? not two. It's probably a year tops as yeah. far as their yeah, own space. Yeah, yeah, well, they just had their anniversary like yeah. a month ago or something. Oh, it was. Okay, so it was over a year. All right, that's crazy. Um, Noah, your mate Jeff Lopez, what up, brother? He came, He says, anyone try HDHC beers? Just got onto the live feed. What's HDHC? I don't know why I'm having HDHC. At first, like half hours on Earth, but H- I can't think of what. H- I don't know if that's a Quebec beer. High no? density hop charge. High density hop charge? High, is that High density hop charge. Interesting. Maybe it's like a hopping style. Something new. Look at us nerds not even knowing what the fuck it is. Everyone. Oh, oh, unnecessarily whoa, whoa. large top edition. Okay, a, fa- a fairly large. Unnecessarily. Top. Large. Oh, unnecessarily large top edition. Okay, I feel like you don't really need a name for it because that's just every brewery that makes. Haze. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, they're talking about incognito. So yeah, uh, basically, but but Canada is using that. Um, what is we're using this at the brewery in? Uh, uh, sorry, at Saint Cambal. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's 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 quite something. Like I, I think that's could, probably going to be a game changer for the for the industry. Can you explain it, Chris? What what actually the incognito um, hops are? So incognito is the processed uh, hops. So usually you have your cones, you have your pellets, you have your cryo, you have your lupulin powder, like all that all that jazz that everyone's using. But now you have incognito, which is I don't know how they processed it. But it comes in sort of like a very uh, sticky, oily thing. It, it comes in like a oil jug, and it's oh. super intense. But um, what we came to realize at the brewery where I work is that instead of getting all the ripe fruit uh, residual sweetness that you get with other like just classic pellets, you do get um, the fresh fruit out of it instead. Hmm. But it's super intense. Like you need to manipulate the thing with uh, latex gloves and like even a mask to a point because it smells so intense. Like it's Jeez. very harsh. Yeah. But the effect on the beer is impressive. It's super expensive, but you use a lot less than you use pellets hmm. in that way. You probably lose uh, less beer too. Um, in the dry yeah, hopping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, yeah. 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 Technically, you have a better yield in the end process too. 
Mm. Sorry, no, I saw you had to say something. Bebo, uh, Bebo was talking a bit about it as well. That's um, how I maybe heard of it then. Okay. Yeah, cause he was. Ta- you might have actually left the room at that point, so I don't. Oh, taking a piss. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of. Yeah, but he was tinkers. talking about the um, double bone tree and how I think there was four different types of. Because the double bone tree is 100% citra, but I think he used four different types of citra, and one of them was citra incognito. Mm. One of them was some other some other process where he had to go onto like the secondary market and like buy it and spend oh, that much more just to get it. Um, just because they wanted to try this new technique or whatever. But yeah, I mean, he was explaining kind of what Chris was saying, where it, it, it reduces those like more vegetal or like really ripe fruit flavor profiles that are kind of not off flavors, but like what you want to avoid and really concentrates the stuff that you like, like the, the bright citrus kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Broken Q and If You Rock, the two beers that I dropped you guys off, they're, they're, they both have incognito in them Sick. super excited to try the new batches yeah, yeah. i never uh, actually, i never tried broken cues so i'm excited is that the one nate that you really loved or was that the duo tank? i love that one yeah that was one of the first ones i tried and it was really really right. good yeah. I say, so I'm, I'm really excited to try this next batch yeah yeah man totally i was just about so to yeah, say I, oh, sorry yeah, i think hdc age whatever whatever people call it but uh incognito i'm pretty sure is gonna pick up I, I, we say this, but I said the same thing with Lipoin powder and never really took off. So <laughs> I, I feel like it didn't. Do you guys do you think it didn't take off, or do you think it just didn't like take over like the way they thought it would? I, I guess I guess it would, but there's not a lot of people using it anymore. So yeah, I don't hear about I, it. There's not a lot of people using it, or is it more that, uh, that they don't talk? About just really saying that they're using yeah. it. Like it's it's that could uh, be true, like, Yeah, I, I feel like. Um, a lot of like a lot of breweries don't get that specific in terms of the, like in terms of the hop ingredients. Yeah, like, like, like you just dropped some knowledge on us with the, like with what's in the Saint Gimbal ones that uh, that like I didn't even have any idea that they were using those kinds of uh, variants. So I'd be suspicious yeah. that it's probably used more often than we think. Yeah, you might be right with that too. Mm. I feel like it's very few. And now you mentioned it, that's a really good point because like I can only think of like. I think uh, Masorum are very specific. I think Third Muna Town are really specific in their, um, their untapped descriptions. I'm motioning towards my phone there because that's how I usually find out if it's not on the can. Yeah. The brewery will put it on untapped. And like, as, and I, I guess it's probably, I could speak for all of us here, as people who either write about beer, speak about beer, whatever, it's, it's quite handy to know that information. <clears throat> at least with regard to the hops. Obviously, there's different malting processes that we never talk about because I guess it's not sexy, it's not as exciting. It probably also doesn't affect the final flavor as much as kind of like the, the whoa, background. Whoa, whoa, in the In the background. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Noah, Co- correct. Noah, what? What? <laughs> I got to pull out my drumstick. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. your jacket on too. Yeah, <laughs> that's teacher Chris. Teach us. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> what the? Oh. <laughs> you can split Every 10 minutes, life. can you pull out a new item? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try to do that. I'll mention it. I'm okay. going to wear that by the end of the of the show. Oh, oh yeah. That's the one. Oh, I'm going to drink out of it. Ah. Oh, there's an idea. <laughs> I'm sure the lady friend will love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be foot fetish freaks online checking that like, out. Yeah, so drink no. out of it. Yeah, fuck yeah. Drink yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> Pour that hop in a minute. Yes, you see. <laughs>
Oh, you guys are uh, fuck, fuck, love it. Where were we? <laughs> um, why I'm wrong about the malt bill. I wasn't. I wasn't like dead serious. I know the malt does oh, affect man. it, but no one really cares. Why? Why you're wrong with malts? Uh, that L is that Nathan dropped me from Godspeed. Mm-hmm. You guys had it. Yep. Nathan got it right. Nate, was that I, called? I, I do have it, but I haven't had it yet. Is that Ibushi? No way. Yeah, Ibuchi. You yeah, got I it. had it the other. My brother lives next door to it, so he sends it to me and stuff. And uh, it's it's like smoky in the background from the smoked malt. I yeah. guess he used in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucas the just bug. a touch, and god damn, it's good. No, wow. totally. I guess what I'm probably saying is, say in the hoppy beers, like in a in a pilsner or something, it's not as like the hops don't make as much of an impact as malt. You're you're 100. I know I was yeah. wrong. I wasn't like. Um, but the and that looks so much cooler up there with the thing. I like that. Um, so I've seen, seen the comment. I've got another comment from Jeff, and on my screen, it's like covering Nate and Chris's face, but on the screen behind uh, me on right. YouTube, it's because it's go get uh, it. Oh, TV. oh, so I don't even have to fucking put it up. No, because not everyone is watching it. Uh, okay, amazing. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, in like a pill, if you know there's like SARS in it, I'm like, all right, cool, sweet, that's good. And it doesn't even matter yeah. because you're right. If they got like these delicate smoked malt that Luke is, Nate and I were talking about the other day about how much of a master he is with that stuff because all of the oh, beers man. that we are, I mean, yeah, even insane. the porter too that has it and blah blah blah. So yeah, I, that's the one that I had the other night. Mind the, blowing. That was the one you sent a picture of. Yes, yes, that shit was crazy. So yeah, Luke does do that. So I guess I'm referring to primarily like hot forward beers that like people just don't talk about the malt bill, and perhaps that's wrong. Perhaps people should be talking about the malt bill. They, they well, should be. Mike at Four Origins was going on a whole rant about that. I don't know if you remember when we interviewed oh, him. Man, I am. I can't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was he was talking about how people talk about hops about the malt, like as if that's the only thing that's going to affect things, even in a New England. But for him, it's like. The combination of hops is huge, and then the combination of how that hop will react with certain malt, uh, malt bills as well. I remember uh, that now. Yes, and that's like that's something people don't even. Well, we talk were trying about. to get him to elaborate. <laughs> we were having a hard time. Yeah. Hey man, let it drink. I think like he's right about it too. Like, oh yeah, you need, you sure need you a malt bill that supports the the whole like hop profile that you have, not just throw in like two row and be like. Hopefully my beer is going to be easy. Please don't make it chunky and boom. You have a beer, right? Yeah. You need you need something to support it and play with fancy malts. It's always a good way to create, yes, color in your beer, but also texture. And again, uh, the sweetness that you want. Do you want cereals? Do you want something a bit more sweet? Do you want caramel? Like, mm. like it's it's very important. And yeah, I think right. it's yeah. underestimated in some in most of the of the way, right? Uh, when we're talking about beer, and we're not even talking about water yet. Yeah, great point. Or yeast, yeast, yeah. So, like, all the four ingredients, like, the you know, the Reinhardt-Skobot ingredients are extraordinarily important, but I guess they're just way too sexy to only talk about hops. That's the only thing people care about. Speaking of that, Jeff had another comment. He said, I don't know who of you are brewers. I think we'd probably say we've all homebrewed at some point, but I wouldn't call you guys. No, you never homebrewed? Really? I have. I'm the only yeah. home brewer here. Really, Chris is the closest thing to a brewer. No, <laughs> yeah, thanks, well, guys. Chris works at a brewery. But I've home brewed like 20 times. I guess I would have just assumed that. I, a lot of I've home brewed like six times, but it always tasted like shit. So I oh. started doing okay. home brew and started drinking someone else beer instead. I respect that. And critic, crit, 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 critiquing, critiquing, critiquing it 
Very Irishly instead. Yes, you are so. <laughs> he said, but whoever is, do you feel that these new types of, and I feel like we could all speak to this, do you feel like the new types of hopping is taking away from the traditional art of brewing? Uh, I don't think so because hopping is still kind of like a new thing in the beer industry. If you look at beer history in general, dry hopping techniques is fairly new, like 20 years old something. So it's still it's still a young adult trying to find its way in life. So I'm pretty sure hopping will find new ways every single year yeah. until it settles down to something less science-y than what we have right now. Yeah, I don't think it's taking away from it. I think what it's doing is exactly what we were just saying. Like, it's very much the focus of conversation now. Um, like, it's what's like it's what the most breweries will advertise most prominently, and it's what most people will talk about first. Um, but I like, but I think that's just. I think it's just a focus right now. These things, like these things, tend to shift and like and come in waves. And there's always going to be kind of the outlier breweries that like that will focus on the other things and tend to be the ones who do it very, very well. Such as Godspeed, which we already mentioned, or Tooth and Nail, and uh, um, same thing with Four Origins as well. Like I, like as Noah's talked about before, like you know they've got a pretty distinctive um, like yeast flavor that like which is pretty characteristic to them and uh like and there's certain things with other breweries so i like i think it's a focus right now but i don't think it's really like i don't think it's taking away from it overall i think um maybe not necessarily hopping techniques in per se but i think there are a lot of people who are making arguments that like the New England haze craze is taking away. I was away about to from, bring this up. Uh, yes, other other breweries, and I mean, people have different arguments for it. Can you go into the the conversation that happened with? today without saying names? So just because that that'll carry on from this because it's the <clears throat> same conversation. Just because you can explain it better, and you were a part of it. You mean the the third moon thing? Yeah. Because this is uh, that I was about to bring it up after you said your piece, but now you brought it up. I yeah. feel like you could touch on that because it answers the question in a sort of a different way. Yeah. So yesterday um, there was a Canadian group, a beer group, um, and there's an individual who likes to to bash things in general, and in particular lately, that individual likes to bash on uh, New England IPAs and stuff like that. But also, kind of what that style of beer um, is kind of doing to the industry. But it's not the first time that someone's made that argument. And and the last... So, like, his approach is always really shitty. Um, but someone had a recent argument... Sorry. Someone else had a, an argument recently for the same thing, but went about it in a much more respectful way. And that was uh, Martin. Whenever we had that conversation... Correct. Yeah. But ba- basically, I think... <laughs> Part of the issue is that you have these breweries who are concentrating solely on this these new styles, or maybe even just on New England styles, period, right? So you have this brewery that brews 15 beers, and they're all on tap, and they're all literally New England IPAs. And, then you, and so by doing so, it's like they're, they're taking away from other breweries who have spent years and years developing a solid, loyal client base and brewing more traditional beers and... And etc. So, like, part of the argument is that, like, 
these other breweries are coming in and brewing just what's hot, the hottest of the hot, and it's somehow taking away from these other breweries. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is some argument for that, but at the same time, like the way I see it is like, you know, it's like saying you can't open up a burger joint because it's gonna ruin because of the fact that you're only making burgers. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see yeah. there's there's anything wrong with just a brewery brewing what they want to brew. And I, I don't know how much it's taking away from the other breweries. I mean, if anything, I think it's more the the um, the geeks that are ruining it. <laughs> I mean, like, in the sense that, like, if all we go out and buy is New England IPAs, then the breweries are going to be like, well, then that's what we're going to make, right? So if anything, yeah. I feel like it's the consumer to blame, not the breweries, you know? Like so, And even then, if there is someone to blame, you know? I yeah. don't know. And, what and, and, and you know that the, the, that like the one that we're talking about also that like also makes the case that like the consumers are like the consumers are wrong for right. uh, lacking like, like, for, for want, like for wanting this. Mm. And there, like I think that argument only partially holds water. It's one of the, like it's one of the like there are cases where the consumer does wrong, and I think where where like where that is is where you get thing uh, like things where it turns into very much a trade boy thing, um, that, like and that's where you end up creating um, like the markets where it becomes completely inaccessible to the uh, like to the casual consumer where you get folks rolling up to just uh, like to just max out their. Uh, um, like, like their order like drop six hundred dollars and then like and then go like and then go to trade it everywhere else and it becomes completely inaccessible to anyone who's not willing to wait in line for an hour and a half or wait online to refresh 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 until uh, like until yeah. you can get it like that's a whole lot like that's a whole other thing but just the fact that hazy IPAs are what like are what people want right now like they're not wrong for liking that mm. like, like, like that's a it's a ridiculous argument to make I agree so yep. much uh, Jeff had a couple comments yeah. and I want to add on to what you guys were saying on that so he said I guess this is uh, the answer to the three you guys brought, uh, about the hopping he said the general population of Germany would think different and that's due to pride I think that's mm. like a, a bit of a flawed comparison because you can't like kind of we were all saying like there's North American New World Brewing, and then there's traditional German, Czech, whatever brewing, and Belgium. Yeah. There's New World Wine here in, Ni- in Niagara and Ontario, in Quebec, in Australia. There's Old World Wine in Italy and France. You can't compare the two. Like it's that to me is so fucking redundant and so like intellectually flawed that like it's and people continue to do it. Like oh well, in Germany they use the four fucking things, and well, and these guys are putting too much hops. Like shut up. It's not the same thing. It's not the same yeah. thing. At the end of the day, you've got people like the, to- the dude we're talking about, he knows who he is, on the forum shitting on everybody who lacks anything. And that he does, you know, and as soon as they like the thing that he likes, he won't like that thing anymore. He'll go like something else that nobody likes because he wants to be contrarian. And then you've got, yeah. you know, the, the trade boys liking all the, the trendy stuff, but that's not in competition with, say, what Godspeed is making. Godspeed absolutely dominates what they do in a traditional way. You never see a New England IPA. He did a, a collab with Sean Hill, and they did a, um, a Vermont IPA, which is very bitter, um, opaque, not hazy. It's great. And that's not trying to be that, but he's collabed with Sean Hill a bunch because he's a fucking OG, and he can do what he wants. And he might not like that, but that's okay, because if I want that, I'll go to Godspeed, I'll go to Tooth & Nail, all the different places, like we were saying, and if I want the haze, I'll go to these guys. And then to say, 
it's, it's one of the most – and also uh, Jeff says here, money is money. Trends are trends. We are America somewhat. And that's capitalism. Mm-hmm. And I'm, at the end of the day, we have to understand or be a consumer have to understand we do live in capitalism in Canada and in North America whatever. And if people want shit, people are going to make them like you were saying, Noah, that's what it is. And Nate, you're saying that no one is wrong for lacking stuff. And I agree. And it's so almost like the chicken or the egg. Did the breweries make it first and then people liked it or – I imagine it starts from there. Then people start liking it and demanding it. Now you're seeing every brewery, like Four Origins, who claimed when I first interviewed them that they hated haze and never see them do haze. Two years later, boom, there's haze because they have to serve their consumers. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just there's too many people casting judgments. And, and also in beer, as a person who has a business or multiple businesses, nobody understands business. Nobody. And it's, it's, it's really sad to me. No one understands public relations. We've talked about for all of our stuff about getting free beer and stuff. And no one understands the fact you need to fucking sell beer to keep those million dollar facilities open and keep these people on the payroll. Like there's such a lack of understanding and so, so many opinions, uneducated opinions. It's extraordinarily frustrating. And, and you just see these idiots yelling at each other back and forth. Sometimes there's some good stuff. That's why I like to know you came in, you let dude know what's up. And he came back with this ridiculous response. And then all these other people came in and showed him how ridiculous he was. He wouldn't accept it. But I imagine that happens a hundred times a day on every, every sort of platform, you know? So, well, and it just doesn't make sense to me, the whole hating on Hayes thing, because it's not like, IPAs aren't new. It's it's the IPA is what sparked the craft beer revolution, really. True. I Sierra mean, Nevada. It, it, it would create it, it. It's what made it blow up in the states, which made it blow up in the rest of the world. So it's just an evolution of that. Like I can get that people, some people might be upset because if they if they only like the more um, to even call it traditional is absurd because like. The New England IPA is what, like, less than five years old. But, like, the IPAs from, I don't know, five to ten years ago, if, if that was what, the, what their palate accepts and likes, then I can see being frustrated when you go in to uh, other half and you can't even get one of those types of IPAs where, you know, you can get 15 of, of the New England style. I can see that frustration if, if that's not what you like. But, but that comes back to your burger joint analogy though don't go to the burger yeah. joint if you want a hot dog go to fucking yeah. go to the go to the other joint like i i, I can't like no i don't actually agree with that at all i really think if you're going to other half and you want to esb you're in the wrong place my g like there's a lot of other places you know don't just don't no, conflate can, yeah, the I, things I, like yeah. this is one thing hey, and this they, is another thing maybe they do a fantastic esb i, I would bet love they to would. see them do an esb dominion city did an amazing one one of the best i've ever had and they do a bit of everything well like saying, yeah, they do amazing. You guys do everything well. Sorry, continue. I just wanted to say that that's. Oh, I, I, I still don't give a fuck if you're going into to other half looking for something that they don't do. Then I don't know. Do your research before you go in or something. Craft beer is very specific like that. Or you go yeah, into Godspeed wanting haze and they don't have them. I mean, where's your haze, bro? Like, shut up. Like, figure it out beforehand. I don't have any time for that. I think that's so nonsense, and that becomes elitist. And and you, then you start getting all these entitlements that I. When I worked at Apple, the entitlement of Apple customers was just insane. Still team Apple, of course, but they made me sick. Everyone's just their their C words, the worst possible way. But like, if I don't want, I see the same attitudes and, and, and approach to all this stuff in beer, and it's extraordinarily frustrating. Sorry, man, continue. Yeah, no, it's okay. Whenever we talk about this, I find it so interesting, and I end yeah. up going down these these I, different um, angles or whatever. But like, if you just again just look at food, like. There's nothing wrong with breweries becoming more specialized. Like if Absolutely. some 
brewery opened up that just did smoothies, people were going to lose their mind and get so angry about it. But at the same time, it's kind of awesome. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. Like, there's, I don't see why breweries have to have this more traditional, like, the brewery has to be this and it has to have a wide range of products and blah, 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 blah. Like, why does it have to stick in a mold? Why can't, I think that should still exist. It's kind of cool to go into a place and have a, a selection. But it's yeah. kind of cool to go to um, no. a specialty burger place. Did you just lose power? Yes. Oh, oh shit. Are we still connected? We're still connected? Yeah, because we have a battery on the on the on the um, yeah. on the router. So if it cuts out <laughs> Are you guys all there? No. Yeah. Are you guys there? They just came back on the screen. Oh for fuck's sake become at the forefront now. We're live again, guys. Okay. We're live again? Yeah, yeah. I just it kicked it, the whole building lost power and just came in. So I was like just checking the thing and then it all kicked back in as I was about to go and try some shit. So I'm not sure if it's the same feed. I think it, I, this has happened before. I think Ecamm keeps it. And I think it keeps it on the same feed. Become at the forefront now. We're live again, guys. Yeah. Same feed? I guess so. Yeah. We're live again. Yeah. The whole building lost power. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. My whole building lost power. That was pretty – now we're all in different places on the thing, but that's okay. Um, Sorry. You guys want to continue whatever you were talking about? Actually, nobody would have heard it because it would have been on the Skype. Oh. Oh. But we said really cool things. Oh, well, you've – It's over now. Okay, so yeah, like let's just pretend that it didn't cut word being like uh, TED Talk stuff. I I, I was just saying that I think it's fine for breweries to special specialize. That's what we said right before we were cutting off. Was that? Oh my god, have you frozen again? No. It might be adjusting still. Is it literally just? Oh, all right, we're back again, again. Back again. Back, no. Back again, 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 or? Back again, again. I think Tiff thinks that maybe like it all reconnected way too quick and it wasn't like ready for it. Okay. And it crashed? Was no. It, the, huh? Still says it's not working. Still says it's not working, but I guess it, I guess it is working. It's just more like uh, I've had, like I said, I've had this a couple of times. At least it continues to connect with the, um, oh, the same feed so that people. I think it was planned and they didn't give us a message. Yeah, sometimes they plan it and they left the message. But anyways, all right. So yeah, I'm watching the feed and it's live. We're back in action again, so it's good. Good, it's good, good. good. Okay. Do this. Yes. Can we do the next beer? Bros. You can get the Hops and Bros beer. Oh, so, Chris, I gotta get that. Yeah, yeah. So this was. I'll this... have... oh, go grab it. Go grab it. Yeah, Nate, I, I can't good. introduce the beer while you get. Oh. Should I? Chris, one, please. Yeah, you can. Oh no, go get yours first, and you can come do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, you left without electricity for a while, so your turn to do Yes, the- my turn to hold it down. Thank you, baby. Mon- monkey dance thing. <laughs> so, like, this was a, the surprise beer of the uh, of the episode because the next beer that we do was kind of the purpose of this episode. And then I was like, oh, you did that. And then Chris said they were having this ready. This is the fourth edition of the Hops and Burst collab with Tooth to Brew. And... He said they had this ready, and I was like, well, then I've got some beer de vacan. So then we've got three collabs for this episode, which is just – I still can't get past it. It's, it's so perfect because there was – I had another podcast scheduled tonight, so this only got – and that fell through. Um, and this was organized like two days ago. 
And the fact that we've managed to not only have a great podcast with just hanging out with you boys tonight, which is a blessing, but then to have all of these beers is just baby it's a Jesus. It's the 13th miracle. Oh, that's yeah. right. And that's my lucky number. Hang on. Which, see, that, yeah. Got it right there, mate. Bit of a, in Australia, we call that a 13. <laughs> I got a tattoo of a 13. That's what Scott always says because he reckons we talk funny because Australians say tattoo instead of tattoo. And they say, uh, oh, come on. What What's going on? Oh, everybody just fell off Skype, for, uh, fell off uh, the thing, but we're back. It came right back. I just gave him that. Um, and he, uh, I knew I knew it. And you say we say 13, 14, 15, 19, 18. So we're going to tattoo with a 13. White and purple. It's a per- perfectly white and purple person. That's what Scott always says. <laughs> oh, Scott. The- anyway, Chris, I'm going to stop talking shit. Tell us about the beer. Do you want to take a photo of it? You know, talk about the beer, but also talk about Hops and Bros. Yeah, talk about Hops oh, and Bros. Talk about yeah. the beer. Let's talk about it. Let's just fucking talk God about it, bro. God damn. Hops and Bros. If you Hops, guys don't know Hops about Bros or about it or about what it Hops is good. yet, it's a YouTube channel, just like Craig does, but we're uh, more focused on education and uh, funky stuff around beer. Also, we're against lactose in beer. Uh, <laughs> in specific but, beers. Is yeah every beer. Oh, Christoph, well, stop lying. Stouts is fine, but not all stouts. <laughs> Never mind. I was talking about Austin Bros. But yes, um, good, since good the way. beginning of Austin Bros, we we've been our good friends at Suc de Brou out there in Ambrum, which is just out there in of Ottawa, like thirty minutes away. Uh, made it with local ops because that's something we did on the channel. Talking about growing your own ops, if you haven't checked it out, it's a fantastic video featuring me and my shitty beard, but it's awesome. Um, <laughs> what a so great this beard beer, it is. It, it's, it's the fourth edition. I, I totally, four or, or five? Four. four. Last year was three. Last year was three. Fourth. Fourth edition of the of uh, Bros Harvest And last year was the best one ever. Um, this year, Completely different once again, and I think that's the fun part of doing an harvest sale is that you just play with whatever you have access to. Um, obviously, not all the ops on my yard are enough to make a beer that big of a batch, so we always add in ops coming from local farms, and this one is boosted with Cascade ops from my yard and Cascade ops from local farmers. Last year it was with. Um, what was it? I forgot. Um, uh, tri- triple Pearl. Triple oh, Pearl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple Pearl. Um, but this year, uh, this version, dry hop with... Fuck. Alerto Blanc. Yeah, Alerto Blanc. Which creates, I think, something very different. You get juiciness, but it's completely it is off from something that I've tried or I've drank in the Great past color. Like, six months. I like... The nose is amazing. Yeah, it turned out the nose is very amazing. I do feel it's a little bit thinner than the last years we've made. Um, feels more closer to a pale ale than an IPA, oh, yeah. but so far I think it's very easy crushable. Nice drinkability, a tad bit too thin in my okay. opinion. All right, but still something great. Can I say get it in you? Yeah, yeah. Fuck get it in you. Oh, um, by the way, I was messaging with Bebo. Nice. I'm talking about um, 
incognito. The the, uh, the double bone tree, because I wanted to know what those four different hop additions were. It's great, Chris. It is great. It's good. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Um, thanks, thanks, did he thanks. did he break funny, it down? Uh, a funny yeah, story he said. About, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Noah. Yeah, I'll just take two seconds. So he said it was Citra Cryo, Citra Incognito, and then T90 and T45 pellets. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was the Citra Cryo. Uh, yeah, it's such a cryo that he had to get on secondary. Wow, it's only cryo, not even the new shit. God damn. Uh, all right. God damn. Interesting. What are you going to say, Nate? Uh, yeah, what I was going to say, funny story about Hops and Bros. Uh, version one of Hops and Bros was the, uh, like, was the first time um, that uh, that Craig, Chris, and I were on camera. Uh, like, we're on camera. Yes. yes, I forgot about that. Was that was four years ago, like a couple days ago. Yeah, exactly. I was up in uh, Chris's place in Gatineau. Nate came down. Was that the first? It wasn't the first time we all met, but no, it wasn't because you both had been down here and we'd hung out. But it was one of the first Uh, times. Me and Max, but maybe not Nate. Yeah, it may have been the first time that the three of us were all together. I think, and and we had. Was that the night we had? um, I think it was. You guys uh, had very um, hospitable and brought us the cheese and a uh, a time of year. It was the first time oh, I had yeah. Tommy. Yeah, his whole kitchen table was covered. It was great. It's a beautiful thing. Oh, that's the way I do things, man. Yeah. That's what we do here in Quebec. Ah, ah, ah. Very good. Wasso, very good host. Yes, that was that was really good. Jeff has a couple more comments here. Jeff is a legend. He's the MVP of the comments here. He's like, I guess coming back to before the instant gratification of a juicy beer trends bank. I'm like, yeah, I guess that's what it is, my G. Said, but big ups to Trois Musketeers type breweries. Uh, I respect that as well. Doing some great barrel aid stuff and some really fun stuff. And Jeff also says, "Where is your brewery?" So I imagine he's talking about uh, Saint Kiem. You want to tell him about that? I, we're going to get into it in more detail, but just tell him briefly, right here, Chris. Jeff, right yeah. back here, buddy. Yes. Hey, hey, there's Saint Kiem. Saint Kiem located on uh, on fifty five Rue Principale in Elmer. It's right there downtown. Uh, Elmer, nice little town. I uh, just, I, I guess, like a few minutes away from Gatineau, but it's still Gatineau. <laughs> Very clear. Google it. It's good. It's, it's lit. much easier. We're my gonna... is so dead right now. Oh my <laughs> god, man. Chris had a long day of driving. He's driven like at yeah. least like half but, a day. But if you do come by, please ask for Chris. If I am there, I'll be happy to show you guys around. Uh, Obviously, right now it's a bit awkward with the whole COVID situation, but uh, we're open for uh, can sales, also deliveries in Montreal and all across the uh, Utahwe region. Wow. Um, and yeah, sharing our passion for beer, one sip of it of it at a time. At <laughs> sure, you know, you're good. You're there you go. God they used, damn. That used to be the uh, BOS part of the the old BOS slogan. It's like you know, teaching people about craft beer, one sip at a time. Like it's so <laughs> fucking dumb. Um, so, Chris, this is a really good beer, bro. I, I like this. I see what yeah. you mean. It's a little different to last year, but it's it's nice and bright. This yeah. is the second year that you did uh, a New England style. The first two years yeah. were more of a West Coast or English style um, yeah. kind of version with you know a lot of the local hops and stuff. This continues the East Coast uh, run. I love that you've done this yeah. four years in a row. I think it's fantastic. Um, you know, it's really in on it's brand. Impressive, and we've learned so much. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's cool that you've like. I think you were the first one to do a can collab out of the squad. I think I came uh, in yeah. just because yeah, you did I the did first. The year was bottles. First. Yeah, 
and then after that like, we did the cans um but yeah it, it was such a mess at first when we did the whole cone thing without even putting them in nets or filters or whatever yeah i had to climb through the boiler to get out all, all, <laughs> all the yeah, cones that must have been a nightmare to clean uh that was that was a mess i think there's was there was like op leaves everywhere <laughs> and even then like it took us like three two three hours to transfer the beer into the fermenter because it kept jamming up and we had to stop the transfer remove the pipe clean up the pipe put yeah. like the pipe on and then go back at it until it clogs up again and do it we did that like five or six times jesus christ yeah do you... so lesson learned don't brew <laughs> with old cone if you're not equipped for it incognito hops only um yeah. can you the only way is you can really do incognito in your backyard that's really true unless you have a science lab in your backyard i guess um, yeah. <laughs> could you talk to maybe like, you know, speak about how this collab came about, um, you know, how the first one came about and how it, you know, became a, an annual thing. Cause it's pretty, pretty damn cool, man. This was what, this was the first time I saw a, not only a friend, but like a fellow beer media uh, person have their name on a beer. This was super inspiring to me. We'd, we'd done a yeah. couple of like keg collabs before and then that was, yep. this was 2017, the first one, I think. And then in 2018, we did our first canned collab in like january so we were a few months behind you guys but that yep. was like something that i aspired to immediately like oh this is fucking cool man having a name like yeah. this yeah well and their artwork is 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 neat yeah and it's like really seeing oh, yeah. it printed on there like that it's cool just, yeah. just having your name like like it's the cool thing about it, it's, it i guess it's having the, the actual beer name is our name not just like another name I love it. Like, let's say, like, it's not like BOS podcast IPA. You know, it's yeah. It, it, it would sound weird, but Obsum Bros. I think it works fine for beer name. Yeah. But um, what happened is that I, I used to work at Truc de Boo, so I was beer rep over there. Um, which like I got the job because I was doing beer videos, mm -hmm. and uh, we came to like, hey, like brewing schedule is open. Like, what what should we do? And I'm like, hey, I'm growing hops at home. They like could be cool to do a collab with us doing a video about it and then and nick is just like so we're gonna call it awesome bros i'm like yeah if you like it's like okay yeah let's do that we'll slap your logo on it and you guys can come along and brew with us i'm like all right okay perfect so when we're doing this and it's like yeah two weeks are ready i'm like let's let's go let's do this so it was like one thing that just sprung into another one and obviously i moved out of took the boo but we kept that tradition going, and it's always fun. Like, Nick is a good guy, a phenomenal guy, and uh, always super open, but always, like, happy to open up the brewery for people to just be creative, but also have fun making beer. And last year's recipe was actually Max's first recipe that he did on a big system after wow. leaving brewing school. Wow. So it was... So he revamped the whole recipe because Nick wasn't pleased with what we used to have. He wanted to make it a bit more on the trend. And Max actually put that on the trend using Vermont East. And after that, a bit more of like the trendy us, but also using for Papel that we had access from a local farm. Obviously, a lot of time went into this one. And I think it showcased totally differently compared to what we have right now, which I think it's it's fine. Like it's a lot, lot, lot less harsher and intense that we used to have last year but i'm still happy with how it turned out it's very drinkable it's nice and bright yeah, it's and fruity. Solid, um 
nice and creamy, great mouthfeel. Like I'm enjoying, I'm really enjoying this. Did you say the, uh, like, did you say it's this one that has triple pearl in it or was that last year? It was last year. This one is Alerto Blanc, yeah. Alerto Blanc and the Cascade Boost that you were mentioning. Exactly, yeah. I'm getting something more earthy in this one than I than I remember previously. Probably the Cascade, I assume. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's Old Cone Cascade, and Old Cone Cascade has this kind of like more of a not. I don't want to say green, but like that earthy feel out of it. The whole like the whole cone like often like was, I I usually describe it as wet grass, and then like yeah. and that's kind of what like that's kind of what comes out from it. I'm like the. People are people are really split on this one. I like I really like that flavor, and I'm really like I'm really into fresh hop beers in the uh, like in the fall. So I, I, I like how that comes out in this. Yeah, yeah. I like I, the I, um. Go ahead, Craig. I say I like the white wine vibe. It's yeah. kind of like a white wine gooseberry grape thing, yeah. which is normally associated with Nelson, but I'm getting a bunch of that from the. Um, we get that from Halitoblon too. Yeah, from Halitoblon. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But like a little bit more subtle. But I really like that because it's super uncommon to have those flavor profiles in a uh, New England style IPA. That's and true. It, yeah. I think it works super well. And it, like you're saying, Nate, with the earthiness from that cascade, I think it really like blends well to have this earthy kind of you know um, chlorophylly type of vibe alongside these really like grape type of elements. It just it's nice because it's so unique and they, they, they seem to mesh really well together. When I did um, Brett Never Sleeps, my previous collaboration, <laughs> uh, we did uh, Mosaic. Flex, flexing! <laughs> we did uh, Mosaic and uh, Halotel Blanc and that gave that subtle whiny vibe to the, 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 the Brute IPA that I, re- I really enjoyed. That was a yeah. fucking good beer too. Yeah. yeah, brute IPA. That was something. So was I like it that you said was. I'm still seeing them. Someone just did one. Rallabox just did one. I Rallabox. know. I think it's like uh, I don't want to name so, them. That would be he, just a shame to name them oh, because I, what, what's I, I coming up next for me is not going to be kind. Um, uh, Money York uh, is re-releasing Paper Moon. Hey, oh, I, saw that. That I love one. that one. I had that for New Year's a couple of years ago. Yeah, they did great. it in the in the clock, the 750s with the clock and caves. It was great. Yeah. Um, Who was it, Chris? It was a fruited one, right? There was something added to it. To which one? Uh, yeah, was it was it like Broadhead that did that? No, um, it was Quebec Brewery that I'm thinking of. Okay, no, and I don't have the Quebec. Uh, Maltstrom did, did one, but Maltstrom, I don't think they had fruit in it. I've had a couple rosé ones before. I'm not sure oh, if I had any. No, 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 dude. It's it's. <laughs> oh. I got one in the well, fridge. Chris, from always me. Get, Chris always gets like <laughs> like this mournful look in his eye anytime we talk about brood IPAs. He misses it so much. What about okay, Chris? What do you hate more, brood IPAs or smoothie sours? No, no, like I, I, I no, like brood IPAs. Oh, but so I think it's stupid back. if you're doing one right now. Like it's not. Oh, it's okay. not Like nah. If you did do it back in the day, then. Back in the day, last year, like two yeah, last ago. year. Then screw you. You didn't do it. You didn't jump on the trend that was nice. Fuck off. It's done. It's it's dead. Don't bring I, it back. Just I, like smoothies. Uh, it was good when it was stuck at McDonald's doing smoothies <laughs> with the ice cream stuff. It was good then. Don't bring it in beer. Don't bring it in beer. That's oh, it. Oh, Chris, are you from Germany? It sounds like you are. You <clears throat> purest motherfucker. Uh, you guys, you guys want to talk about smoothie? 
Um, we can. I have uh, a question from Jeff just before we get to that. He said, seems like Jeff is always coming with questions. He said, seems like lagers are the next thing. Anyone going in this direction and why is this the new trend? Oh, that's a, so we can do ooh. that. We can tackle that because that's a good one. And hey, let, let, let's let's yeah. make Chris happy with this one first. Then we'll make him mad with the smoothie, smoothie sours after. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. I, I do think that the trend is there. Like I, I've been hyping up lagers for... A year now, I think. <clears throat> I think. <clears throat> Start, I, like the first one that really like took me was uh, Pilsner from Castal. Yeah, that was a good. One. Like they just released that, super clean, well priced, and it, I was like, yeah, I forgot that beer can taste like that and can be like complex without blowing your palate away, and you can drink different ones and. A whole bottle without being like fed up about it, and I think that's what lagers are mostly about. That drinkability is right up there. Even though you can get like super high ABV lagers, like um, I, forget, uh, I forgot the the style, but no one can probably take over at that part. <laughs> Baltic Porter, you mean? Yes, exactly, exactly. My memory is very bad, but. <laughs> Again, I think like your palate. The reason why loggers <laughs> are like some sort of like doing a comeback or being trendy once again is because of New England IPAs, and not on a bad way. Because New England IPAs are bringing new people into beer, mm -hmm. but new people into beer try everything very fast, so they do get fed up super fast about what they're drinking right now. So they're going back to new styles for them which are lagers and now they're like oh shit can't taste like toast like bread like cereals oh god damn now i'm like i'm realizing what beer is all about and they get curious and it just keeps rolling into the different classic styles because they didn't know that beer had an history they only know that beer tasted like fruit juice Yeah. If I can jump in there for like for a second, there's a bunch of the uh, like a bunch of the kind of um, strategies that have been used with IPAs with a, like with all of the single hopping and whatnot. You'd see in some cases that um, like those kinds of uh, the things transferring over into the lager world as well, and like to, like tooth and nail in particular, like they've got their single hop series of Keller pills. Like, yeah, those like, are when great. Did you, like when did you ever see that before? And yeah. they're like, and they're really fucking good. Um, and, like, and they took it in another direction as well with, um, with, uh, fog ducker, they, uh, uh, like the single malt Hellas, which is like, like the first one that they did of that, I like was in a short list of the best Hellas I've ever had. It was, it was good. Really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to thank you for getting me the, that Pilsner. I'm so excited to try it. Oh, oh my God. which one? It's, it's so fucking good. The fifth anniversary. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Dude. It's so fucking good. Insane. What, that was definitely top three alongside the Champ League this year. Ridiculous. I, I'm, really, I'm really excited to see what you think, Noah. Yeah, you're going to. I'm gonna, excited, too. You're going to cream. Um, and so. Uh, yeah, oh, go. On. You, sure. No, there you go. Um, I always do. So, so, Jeff, one of your questions was like, who who's going down that that road? And I would say, just what Craig said there, Sean Lieb, which I've been to with Jeff. Um, they're doing a lot of lockers now, so they have their standard pills. They just released this six month 
Oak Age Pills, um, which is just phenomenal. Um, Magic. They did an an Oktoberfest. They have like a kind of fun, uh, more American-style light lager, but it's still really, really good. Um, Who else is doing lagers in Montreal? Uh, I know like more uh, Sorum, but like who's doing several not several many. Uh, I mean, silo 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 we, we yeah. just had jp but, on and yeah. i had a bunch of his crispies he just dropped today a Mo- montrealese uh pilsner which i'm not really sure what that's about he told me on the podcast but i had so many podcasts i don't remember he uh also i tried his like pure czech svetly lizak it was insane he did a kolsch and, and also an alt which both were fantastic um, he's definitely I had an alt in forever. I, I want to revisit. That. Oh, I was bro. Honestly, like I've been loving this stuff so much. It's, it's so fascinating to me. And it's such a wonderful, like full circle thing. Cause like oh, yeah. I've been, I, I rediscovered lagers cause I started my beer thing in 2011 going into the European lagers and everywhere. So I kind of got sick of them quite quick and then Amber's quickly became my new style and then everything else from there. Yep. Um, I remember it was January 2017. I went to Bellwoods after going to a show at the Mud Club, which I just saw was closed down in Toronto. And um, I got a, a flight. And one of the ones on the flight was Paper Tiger, the dry hot pills. And from then on, I've been like all about, not all about Crispy Boys, but that started, that reignited my interest. So I've been much more interested in it. And now like my brother just sent me a email from Toronto and I was like, ah, just give me mostly Crispy Boys, dude. Like, and he went to Godspeed and, different stuff and that's all i really am, am interested in right now for the most part like the new england's obviously but like just less so because it's so fascinating and now learning what a calibre is from um who's talking from alex and stuff talking about that from yeah Sean Lee, and Lee, like man. you know it's too bad you didn't get that one it's fucking amazing yeah i'm sure i could still find it or hit him up and they might still have some or something right hopefully or maybe jason can send you some yeah or maybe hit him up store full oh that would be dope uh, to throw out a couple, uh, Please, yeah. a couple of other notable um, Ontario ones, like uh, Blood Brothers doesn't do a lot of pills, but when, like, but when they do, they're spectacular. Like, like you yeah. know, um, Blood Bar, Blood Bar is like, amazing, it's, yeah. it's fucking great, and Blood uh, Bar, Transhuman State, they're, they're, yeah, like, the another, dry hops. Like, that's another, like, like that's another single hop one, Bloodlight, which is Bloodlight's really a pale ale now. What's mm. that? Uh, Chris said Bloodlight. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's it used true. to be a uh, – there's a whole story behind that, why it turned into that. But, yes, it used to be. But, yes, <laughs> Transhuman State is fucking amazing, the single yep. series. Uh, Blood and, Bar, uh, they don't do it with the – they used to make the um, – it's like the the, the clay staves. And yeah. they actually put yeah. the clay staves in the fermenter. But they only did that for the yeah. first batch. And then the rest of the batches, it was just um, – Right. Oh, yeah. one one notable mention, too, uh, the Pilsner from um, F.L. Warner. Like oh, that, was, that was my favorite builder from last year. Which, too, what man. was that called? That, that, that was that um, advanced drinker. That's like, exactly. I saw I you guys both that. had that. Yeah, I was pissed. Oh my God, wow. that's one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Yeah, <laughs> like, really that, was, that was earth shattering. That yeah. one. Yeah, nice I, I think Harry. I'm going to put that back on my phone background because I. Like, <laughs> uh, out with the kid, uh, in with the Pilsner. Because they, they, I mean, we could talk about half. So, for those who don't know, Half Hours on Earth is uh, a brewery in Ontario, and more specifically, Seaforth. they're what, like an hour to like east north of Toronto. I think it's west. No, no, no it's like northwest like end of the world thing. 
It's like, like eight, or eight hours, hours out. Of- no, I heard so it was like like, the, like there's a cliff and then <laughs> you fall into Australia. Like it, like it's, it's close it's to like home. An hour and a half, like northeast of KW. Like it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they, again, we could talk about them forever, but they just manage to do the wackiest shit really well, like banana marshmallow sour IPAs, that sorbet, you know, like, sorbet IPAs. And then you drink it, and it's like this is fucking fabulous. The kind of shit that should make Chris vomit with rage. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but he loves um, them. Yeah. And they also do um, just these really like solid, extremely refined, like just well put together beers. And so this one in particular, I don't remember exactly uh, how it was put together. I don't remember if it was oaked or not. I don't think it was, but I think I it was like lagered. It was a pilsner, but it was lagered, but then refermented with Brett, which, mm. for those who don't know, is a is a wild yeast strain, which is used in traditionally uh, lambics and stuff like that. But then in the last couple of years, it's become Orval. Orval is is Brett, right? Yes, Orval is Brett. The only Trappist beer that is Brett. Um, but. Anyway, so yeah, this beer just—it was just magic because it—it—it managed to to be it, it like it married the perfect farmhouse style beer with the perfect pilsner, and that was kind of what it came down to. So like something that you could just drink nine liters of in one night, or sit there and have a glass and just be in awe with how complex it is, like that. And that's kind of that sums up how like the, the perfection of what beer should be is like something that you could just take down quick, yeah. but also just relish in how like brilliant it is it was so perfect it came like in a that big 750 that you can pour yourself a glass and then pour a second one so you can look at it while you drink <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. it was that perfect is that was yeah. that the oh, one with the, foam, the big head the foam on that oh yeah the foam. Like, the foam it was like it, it was like meringue yeah oh, it, it was wet, wet meringue yeah wet the, yeah. the other beer that was similar so i missed out on advanced drinker but i got range life and i think Nate, we range life that. was range life was also uh, it's just a, spectacular it was a farmhouse lager beer whatever they call yeah. it and it was like it was one of the most exquisite things i've ever put in my face it was yeah. just it, it, it was it was on the it, like it was on the level with advanced drinker it was really really good they're fucking like and, and, and one of the things that disappoints me most is that they've declined uh, politely declined the podcast because they don't like seeing their face or hearing their voices. Oh yeah, and I was like, oh, come on! I was actually just thinking now. I was like, I wonder if they'd be like, hey guys, could like we talk, do it for you? <laughs> and like just we'll drink the beers and talk about it for three yeah, hours i'd be down Actually, that's to... not a terrible idea yeah i just thought imagine all but of us you'd have to ask the ship like four cases to all of us separately. yeah i feel like I, I don't think i'll be driving up there <laughs> no I'll, i'd pay for it i mean like that's that's the you know hashtag free beer but like that's the one you know that it's worth every penny <clears throat> yeah, I'd pay for that too. Yeah, yeah, it's like they're just they're just insane. And now, this has got nothing to do with anything but game blouses. Nate brought that for the podcast, the last pod, episode one fifty nine. And I, I, uh, I, I think about that being regular. What's in it? Pardon? It's a blueberry. People... Say again. Sorry, can you tell people what is it? Oh yeah, so sorry. It was a uh, blueberry pancake sour. So it was like a pastry sour. That was perfect. It was beautiful purple color, short can too. And Nate and I split it. Nate was kind enough to bring it. 
and I found the can about a month or two later, probably December. That was like October, December in Toronto at Boxcar Social on Queen, just off Queen East. And they had it on, and it was like $14 a can on. Like they had a whole bunch of other beers on tap that I hadn't tried and I wanted to review. I'm just like, give me that beer right now. And it was, it was yeah. one of the most glorious beer experiences up there. No exaggeration with the first time I had West Viterra in 12, first time I had Haiti Topper. Like it was that good and I'm absolutely not exaggerating. Yeah. And, and, like, and it had oats, blueberries, maple syrup. Yes. And I, the, 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 like those at, at the very least, there was probably something else in it, but it, mm. it like it was it was so fucking good. Like it, it tasted like blueberry pancakes with maple syrup. Okay. And, and now I have a big smile on my face because I just remember the coolest thing about Alpha One. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Yes. Yes. Okay, we got a drum Is roll that, somewhere. What's that one? Oh, I can. Yes. They're getting rid of lactose in their beer in 2021. Oh, boo. Boo! 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 Drumsticks, shut Yo, up! Do you know what? Yeah, you. Mu- I played a glockenspiel noise, you motherfucker. Yeah, I thought you were drumrolling for this picture, but yeah. I realized. I was like, look at the secretly. photo. Ooh. Oh, I'm moist. That's um, that foam. That foam. Oh, that picture foam. is mesmerizing. I'm, I, like, I'm just going to stare at that now. Yeah, no, I just keep keep moving to the side. <laughs> All right. um, I'm joking. But but some, yeah, the, everyone ignored what I just said because of that. So no, that's like so one, that's an interesting point about the lactose, uh, Chris. Is yeah, that the when lactose they in yes, and for an environmental uh, reason, which I you, know, you can't help but respect that. Now, yeah. the best part about that was in the post that like they announced it in I, I just comment I think it was on Instagram I just comment something like oh my god I'm like devastated but I understand guys like I love you and then third moon Steve came in and comes and said don't worry man we got you in the lactose so I was like yes you motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> legend yeah, no, that, that, that was on that, that was on the team lactose twitter feed oh it was on that okay it was it was okay I knew you'd what a dick probably. move from uh, team lactose <laughs> against against mother nature herself how mm. dare you we didn't know. Oh, we enough. didn't there know you. that the baby Jesus didn't like it. We didn't know. But it's. I feel like you know. there's a lot of smart human beings. I feel like they could figure out a more environmentally friendly way to make sure that we get lactose in Chris's beers more often. Yeah, yeah. Use malts properly and you won't need it. Oof, oof, harsh. I love that the lactose is still – like, I don't even really care anymore, to be honest. It was like so two, so two years ago, but like I think you need to find another item to show us there, buddy. It's time. Yeah, come I on. know, I know, it's time, right? Find uh, something else. Time for new item, new item, new, new item. I, new. Uh, and while you're looking, Jeff says uh, the more hipster beers are created, the more that niche traditional recipes will be wanted. Oh, that's a nice old school uh, baseball glove. I like that. Looks well worn in. Oh yeah, it's a. Uh... I, I, my my end doesn't fit, so I'm pretty sure it's a kid's glove, but not mine. It's yours now. It's it's mine now, so it's yours now. That, yep, that's. Oh. So he's yeah, like. So, so what was Jeff saying about? So uh, he called. I guess he said the more hipster beers that are created. So I guess when he says hipster beers, the the more that tradition niche traditional recipes will be wanted. So maybe he's saying that it is hipster to want a neo-traditional beer such as a yeah. dry hopped pilsner or something or a new version of a czech lager like a lot of montreal and to be honestly like quebec was so deeply far behind the 
um, the 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 crispy boy train, like everywhere else. Like that's why I was on it three years, three and a half years ago, and people still question me because I only like I don't only talk about haze, but we were drinking them shits in fucking Virginia, heavy with like um, it, it, triple crossing and stuff like that. When we're every time I went to uh, other half, funnily enough. They only they had twenty seven IPAs and they had a Hellas or, or a Pilsner or something. So I'd always start with that every time, and that's when I got introduced to them. When I was saying it to JP of Silo that I went to um, uh, Torst in New York either last year or the year before I can't remember, and I think it was last year. And we do a vlog like a wedding craft beer in New York, and that's in Brooklyn and Williamsburg, and they own. The, by that time, it was our last stop. We'd been to like six breweries, and I was like, I don't want a fucking IPA. I don't like. They had a Suarez family slow pour pilsner, and I never had a slow pour before. And it was basically the meringue like you had on the on the Vans drinker there. And yeah, it was a side pour, right? Now. Yeah, Chris is being he's just melting. It was so glorious, and that turned me on even more onto this stuff. And I, I one of the best pills I'd ever had was um, it's called Pathway Pills from Triple Crossing in Richmond, Virginia, like. That's my pills in the glass because he gave me the glass that they use for it, and uh, he, a bunch of cans from that. And I was, I really made them last because I didn't want to tap the last one because I know I can't get that shit again. So there's a lot of like, I feel like everywhere else, Ontario, even with like Burdock and, and Bellwoods. To be honest, that was the Ontario one. Aside from the Paper Tiger, they started. They not long after they brought in the Bellwazer as like a a, um, a one off, and they made that a permanent. Every time I have a couple in my fridge right now, I always, whenever I order from Bellwoods and get it sent up, I uh, always get some Bellwoods if they have it. They started making um, the Izar Pilsner. They did a couple of variants. They had like a whole Crispy Boy range. That really turned me onto it as well. Um, I feel like there's a lot of places that just did great, uh, you know, Lagers and Pilsners and such in Ontario. And Quebec was the one place that was very far behind in everything trendy. And now the, the best thing about Quebec is that they, when they caught up, it's like they, they sort of like uh, behind, 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 they're fucking ahead of the game. Like, yeah, like they fucking commit like big time. Big time. And now they're smoothie sours. No one's doing it like Quebec. Hayes, I feel like it's a, probably the best in the country. Uh, Pilsner's best in the country. Lactose, uh, you know. Room, room could use room. more. Could, could use more, but doing it pretty well. No, just, I'm, save, save the planet and don't use it. <laughs> right. so, Chris, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Smoothie sours. Oh, we're there. We're there now. I'm going to put my crazy ear for this one. All right, let's go. Let's um, go. Smoothie sours. I have had very few. I maybe have had four in my life. Maybe five. I don't even remember. And were they all um, brewski or, or Masorum? I I had one at Masorum. I had a cup, two or three from Brewski. And I had the one that oh, uh, um, Nouvelle France, Nouvelle France sent me. and they were all pretty similar. Yeah, in the sense of like disgusting. They're literally, they're literally like drinking a smoothie, and I think you know because you know these other beer styles where they like milkshake IPAs, they do not taste in any way, shape, or form like a milkshake. No, the reason they're called milkshake IPAs is because they add. Uh, lactose and also they add uh, vanilla so it gives like the fr- the fruity hop punch this kind of balance or in theory it should provide the fruity hop punch this balanced kind of slow subtle sweetness and extra vanilla but at the end of the day it tastes like an IPA yeah but smoothie towers literally tastes like smoothies um, especially the first one I ever had was the banana one from um, 
brewski. So like the oh. second you put banana in a smoothie, it's like that quintessential smoothie, right? Because ban- yeah. I always put bananas in my smoothie because it gives it that creamy thickness, you know. Because it's a that, smoothie. Yeah. yeah. So I had that. I had a couple. Anyway, all, all this to say it is by far the furthest thing from beer I've ever had that was called a beer. But to be perfectly honest, every one I had was utterly delicious. Yeah. But it's like this weird thing where you're drinking and you're like, I don't want to love this, but I kind of (laughs) do. Well, I say Nate and I don't say we don't want to love this. We like, fuck yeah, yeah, hashtag team innovation. No, it's not good. (laughs) Okay, so Chris, one funny thing that today that Chris showed me, you have two cans of brewski in your car, so you're going to try it. I know. So maybe I'm going to change. Tell us your objection to the style you traditional purist motherfucker. Oh, because it's not good. The first, I only had one, and it wasn't good. So what did you? What did you have? Already starts off to a bad one. What did you have, man? It's the smoothie we had together when we did the collab with the uh, Wood Brothers. Oh, that was a Brewski one. No, it was is. It was his. his? Recipe. Yeah. Okay, that one was great. I thought it was really good. That was on no. par with the rest of the stuff. And then someone had a Brewski, and they busted that out too. I think I didn't get that. I was brewing while you were doing your PR stuff. Say someone has to do it, bro. You know, gotta be schmoozing. <laughs> Schmooze, Yeah, you're like, oh, I hate him. <laughs> Drinking his fucking smoothie. <laughs> Pour the lactose in the stout. Fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that I guess someone can make something that's good, being a smoothie. But overall, from my experience. Op doesn't really translate well with um, berry fruits in general. Even, so most of them use a lot of berry fruits, yeah. and it creates that Not sort always. of like unnecessary bitterness. Which who wants a bitter smoothie? Like, uh, oh, I'm with you 100. percent But honestly, the, all the ones I had weren't smoothie IPAs. They were just smoothie sours. So I they yeah. didn't. Because I don't, I don't like. That's one of the reasons why I don't like a lot of the milkshake IPAs because they have a fruit in them, and I find the second you throw fruit in an IPA, you risk that the astringency that you get yeah. when the, the hop mixing with the acidity of the fruit. I find it gross. And I like think it, that's it can, especially true when it comes to berries. Like, like I think yeah. berries can do that even more than anything else. Yeah, yeah. right. That's but, why I hate peche framboise and peche cherry and peche. Oh, the the acidity with the Coffee bitterness is disgusting. Yeah. Have you ever had yeah, um, Cola Cthulhu from Soda City? Because that is exceptional. That's got cherries, cranberries, and raspberries. And it's, an it's in a stout. In a stout. It's the coffee that ruins it for me. Uh, to be honest, no, no, no. I actually Cthulhu agree with you. Have, uh, Cthulhu doesn't have coffee, so no. that's, that, that might be why that works better. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I like true. Fruited, I like fruited stouts, but the second you throw yeah, coffee in it. That's fair. Uh, to counter Chris, your points that um, I've had probably at least a dozen different ones, uh, including the first ones I had probably were in Virginia at uh, the Vale in Richmond, and that shit was insane. And then the the ones that Brewski makes, specifically Brewski, I think that this nudging Masorum a bit, they're as good as as as, uh, as them, and that's saying a lot. Um, the but shit, the question is, they're not like, bitter. Okay, go. Um, if I do a smoothie at home yes. and throw a beer in there, yeah. do you have a smoothie beer? Uh, in a funny way, you do. But I don't know what makes them a smoothie beer. Like, I don't actually know what 
they're doing to make it a beer. Now, do they put hops in it? I don't even know technically even if there's hops beer? in it. Is it even That's the beer? The it's absolutely debatable. I'm not trying to say like in any shape or form that it is, but it's made by breweries in a in a fashion that is they have a mashing process. They put in like hops. I imagine maybe at the very least they'll put some sort of shit in there. Maybe not a lot though. Uh, and if they do put hops, it's probably hops that have similar flavors to the fruits that they're putting in. Yeah. Um, they um, put like absurd. I- to be to be honest, I'm pretty sure the the, the process is just brewing a Berliner Weiss, and then just smash it with as much fruit or juice as you can. Yeah, they put so you get fruits. a low 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 uh, malt profile from the wheat used in there. Yeah, um, a little bit of tartness from the bacteria once you hit your um, your pH level, and then after that, just add the fruits you need in there. And basically, it's an easy beer to do. If you know what fruit you're putting in there, yeah, you can make a lot of them. And if you have different vessels, like that could be a, a very viable, like a brewery could run being a smoothie place. And I think, what was it? Omnipolo doing soft serve with them? Yeah, that would do some crazy Probably. shit. Like that, that I would get into. Like yeah. soft serve on top of it, I think it's pretty cool. Like that's hashtag innovation. So much. No, I, I don't want to say innovation but because that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say it's because so much innovation sucks. About- Progression sucks because it because it gives you reason. I don't want you to have. Uh, <laughs> Let's so go like, back I don't to, want you to win. <laughs> but I think that it it's so much out of the box that it makes it nice and different and a cool experience for a consumer to jump into beer in general. Yeah, and if that's what's going to convert people into what everyone else would consider like real beer, then so be it. Uh, James is saying, does soft serve have lactose in it? You're goddamn right it does, James. Yep, I no. would say so. No. And Chris no, just approved it. you can do gelato, and gelato, this gelato right. has a lot of yeah. You're thinking Fuck, sorbet. No, sorbet. Sorbet has no right. lactose. Right, but we said, so- Noah said soft serve. I didn't say anything. Oh, I who- said soft serve. You said soft serve. I'm sorry. I'm accusing Noah of being team lactose now because he is. We know. But yeah, it's an interesting thing. The smoothie thing is is a strange thing. I think the debate is funny. I feel like though, yeah, you're right, Chris. At the end of the day, whatever brings more people into craft beer. And if like I found, and I, we spoke about this, I can't remember who, I think I was saying this with JP from Silo because last time I, he was an interesting dude this time because I haven't interviewed him for a year and a half. I've had him on three times now. The first time he hated New England IPAs and he brewed one. And uh, it was very not New England. It was balanced. And New England IPAs by nature are not balanced. And now he... IPAs by nature are not balanced. Correct. Exactly right. So I said to him... That's like, no one that said that. Well, they're not, right? They <laughs> I know. stole that from David Plass. Oh, fucking Plass. What a legend he is. Um, and I like the funny thing was I said to JP, I'm like, bro, I guess the last time I seen you, like I now I'm all like heavily about crispy boys, so I'm very excited about what you're doing. And he's actually considering making a full on double dry hop New England IPA in the proper way, because now he said, like, I get it. What I was saying before was wrong. So now he's on board and it's very funny because I've gone over here and he's come over here. He's not huh. like he's as in like he's more interested. He said that he might do he's like, ah, oh, but what if like people try to say, look at this crispy boy guy trying to get on the the train of uh, making that type of stuff. I'm like, well, but he's like, but it's okay for Masorum to go and make only uh, haze and then, you know, make this fantastic lager. So I'm like, I don't think people will judge you at all or think you're trying to get on a trend. It's 
a great beer style. And if you yeah. do it right, you'd be able to do it well. You're a talented brewer. You understand it. And it's like an interesting conversation that's constantly moving and that, you know, over time is like, I feel like New England now isn't as controversial as it was before. We're talking the smoothies. We're talking, yeah. um, I guess. The, so much crazier shit. Way crazy. Yeah, pastry sauce. Exactly. Another great one. Because some people, Noah, Piazza, no, uh, Guillaume said to me today, so like, yo, Noah said, make sure you give this one to see. Make sure he gets the foreign extra stout because it says part of lactose on it. I was like, oh, yeah, gotta, go, oh, Foreign extra with lactose? No, no, with no, no lactose. No, no. Pas de lactose. So on the so on the back of the can, he's like, check out the back of the can. So in, instead of sh- listing the ingredients, it just lists things that are not in it. So it says no, no toasted coconut, no lactose. Who no did this? Something else. Um, my uh, brasserie. Oh fuck! I need this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just- Noah said to make sure you get this. He goes, Are you giving this to Craig? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, you make sure you give it to him and show him this. I was like, you make sure you tell Noah, fuck you. (laughs) It was very funny, though. I quite enjoyed it. How about time you drink some beers, Craig? Yeah, sometimes, (laughs) you know, from my fruit puree. I'm going to go pee, and I think we should move on to the the next one. Yeah, I think it's it's time for the new one. Yeah, time for the new one. I love it. Uh, Jeff says it ain't a beer anymore. Uh, And look, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not, and I think that's an interesting conversation. I'm willing to admit that uh, I don't know if a smoothie IPA is a beer. It's, uh, I'd like to see reasons for or not, but I think because we don't know how it's made. So we can't really like adequately uh, judge, you know, say, hey, I think you're right, Chris. It's probably a Berliner Weiss where they've just added a bunch of shit to it. Yeah. I, I would say that to this point, like if you want to be right on point with what it is, I would say that it's more of like a beer cocktail and that a beer. Yeah, I, I would say that's fair. I, 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 I think that's right too. A, a smoothie sour is a cool name because it's like, it could be in like it doesn't necessarily say that it's a beer. Yeah, it's a smoothie sour and a sour because like a whiskey sour is the thing, right? It's like a yeah. cocktail, and I think that if they start trying to claim too much that it's a beer, like it's a malted beverage. Yeah. So there's malt in it, and when I worked at the beer store like a long time uh, ago, no, you work at the beer store. Yeah, in 2004 when no I first first way. lived there, and. Uh, it was interesting. I thought the dudes would would like they would purposely oh knock over a case and then I they go come out the back. I thought they were gonna like jump me or something because I was like mad young and they were like older dudes. And then they just had like a lineup of beers for us to drink at the back because they knocked over a case and they'd all smash and all the ones that didn't and smash you, and, and you can't sell the case. Anymore. You can't sell the case anymore. So he was like, "Well, we want to sell drink them." Oh, and I was what like, a bunch of, "What a so, bunch of government." Employee, well, not government, uh, Molson Coolers employees. Um, He said that basically they could only sell products that were made with malt, which is why the LCBO, they weren't allowed to sell wine or liquor or anything like that. And they were only able to sell the ready-to-drink stuff that had malt in it. So that always stuck in my head. So I always wondered if like, oh, well, maybe – you know, anything with malt in it would be able to, if it's to be sold in the beer store, then maybe it's considered beer, but I guess malt does not necessarily equal beer. So, exactly. Um, exactly. Was it, is it for loco that's a malt beverage? Uh, do you know what? I think it probably is, yeah. I yeah, think it, probably it is. is. Yeah. What are you guys talking about? Um, I was talking for, about, for loco. <laughs> like what considered, like how smoothie sour was ever a beer and how like when I worked in the beer store, I'm going to get sold. the beer. Yeah, I'm going to get the beer as well, but I'll wait. Um, Jeff is saying, you know yes, that sir. 
like if you go to a dep, you can yeah, buy beer and you can buy wine, but then they also sell all those like fruity boozy beverages. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that none of those beverages contain anything other than malt or wine? Meaning that's if you the, have like a vodka cooler, you can't sell it at a dep. So all those like that's SAQ. Stuff are all made with malt. Ah, okay, so that's an SAQ thing. Okay, well, that, that makes sense. That's the same rules as the beer store that I was just talking about. Like, that's why they okay. do it the way they do it. Jeff had a couple of interesting things. He says, because uh, it ain't even beer anymore, lack or respect, lack of respect for some. Sour is made by wild stuff. Smoothies are a quick fix. The craft aspect is down the drain. I certainly disagree with that pretty strongly because are you seeing Molson Coors making it in a craft? Like, if you're saying it's craft, like, just because it's not traditional doesn't make it not crafted by people who care. If you meet the people, like the two best sour, smoothie sour breweries, Masorum and Brewski in, in Montreal, I know those guys and pretty well. And they're very passionate about what they do. They make exceptional pilsens. They make exceptional brown ales if you really want to go there or Hefeweizens or IPAs or West Coast IPAs or fucking Blanche if you're, if you're like, these guys know their shit. They're passionate. So, there's absolutely nothing about it that's not craft. That's a very uh, purist um, position to take that it's not beer. Like basically saying it's not beer. It's not craft. Like that's – yeah, that's a boost pretty heavy, my it G. Push, like, it pushes the, the limits. Though. It pushes like, the limit of what beer is, but you can't say it's not craft. And no, no, that I means agree. if you're saying a sour is made by wild and smoothies are a quick fix. So that means you're saying Berliner Weiss, all kettle sours are trash and quick fixes. Like what's – so like – Berliner Weiss is a traditional German style that wasn't made by wild everything. Like you're still you're chucking the yeast and you're just not putting it in cool shit. So, like, what's the why all of a sudden is Berliner Weiss, which is a base for smoothie sours or anything that's kettle sour now, not craft or or, or sort of like not up to pat like to, to scratch. That's that's a strange uh, strange argument to make. I think. Keep talking. Chris, I'll you, get the beer. When you walked in there, um, yeah, I, I was for for a couple of moments there. I was like, "Who is this hot girl that's coming in with her luscious <laughs> long locks and and booty for days?" <laughs> <laughs> I know you looked at it. I did. I did. There's no question. I did. Do we have an item to get started? I think it's going to be the uh, pillow. Oh, lovely! Nice <laughs> like comfort item. So that, that's because Craig talks too much about smoothie. I just pull out the pillow and then get a nap. And then, Craig, are you done? Yeah, okay, perfect. And then I can wake up. Boom. Oh! So what did I miss? I'm not sure I was gone for part of that, too. But, um, but one thing I'll say about smoothies, I think one of the reasons why people get up in arms about it is is from all the residual sugars and whatnot. Because, like, beers traditionally the sugars get fermented away. I mean, obviously yeah. there's some left and with smoothies, they don't because the, well, you might know this, Chris, is it because they add the few, the, the puree post fermentation or is it that the, the yeast just can't handle breaking down all that sugar? But obviously I think it like, there's a lot of complex sugars that you add to it and it takes a lot of like yeast and also yeast can't manage to break down all the complex sugars out of it. But um, if they do it the way that I think they're doing it, like with being like a brown device with added fruits, it wouldn't make sense to add your fruits during the fermentation. You would just like let your brown device be a, a clean brown device and then drop the fruit 
right before canning and hope for the best that it doesn't like do a second fermentation and blow up in your face. In the case of uh, Third Moon, I think I saw on their um, IG stories that they were uh, they, that they were adding the fruit post fermentation. I think that I think that's what they said they were doing with it. But the, would, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was like I have a, a group chat with the guys from um, Third Moon, and I didn't read it all, but he was basically saying he was trying his best to get it to explode, <laughs> like just like like R and D, right? Like like trying okay, to figure out fucked. where because where I'm, things I, it's not a good idea to do that. No, no, no like to try and like to, to test its limits, kind of thing. Yeah, because like, no, 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 not to create a beer that would explode, but after creating the beer, before selling, yeah. see. Uh, because like not all breweries are equipped to like pasteurize their own. Uh, mm -hmm. Is it time to do picture stuff? Oh yes! Oh shit! Look at that sexy. Glass. Oh great, great. shit! We don't see it. You have your green screen thing. We don't see anything. On, on, oh, on YouTube, you'll see it though. On the YouTube, let me just turn it off on Thinger because uh, I want I want you to see everything I'm doing, Chris. It's really important. Can to you me. put Can you put after that like a, a hot dog or a sausage photo? I can. I'm, you fuck yeah, I can. Fuck yes, I can. Yeah, that's that's my request. You got oh, you, right. you got it. You got the glass. How did How did you do that? Don't worry about it, mate. All right, I know I know people. Wow, I just stopped swearing. Cool. All right, all right, I know them. People know forty percent of the way through that. <laughs> that's not too bad, right? I know people. Yeah. People know me, Chris. People know Boom. me. Okay, people know me. I'm out here. I'm out here. Bless <laughs> you, Boom. Tiffany. Look, I can I crack over this beer. I'm moist about it. Do it. Do it. Um, have you tried it yet? No. Eh? No, I waited, bro. I waited. I, no, I this is the first time, man. We wanted to have oh, it. With you. Awesome. Yeah, I want to have it all with you guys. It's my fourth time drinking it. Wow. Oh, yeah, you want to get that? Yeah, get that. Get that. Right well, there. I wanted my first time to be with Noah. So. Same. So oh. did I. Not Chris. <laughs> Even his hair's beautiful. I don't care. I don't care how beautiful no, that, his hair is. That sounds so that great. Galaxy. Oh, my God. Look at that. Dang, oh, look that, at that. Dang galaxy you ready for thing that is just fucking. Oh, are you ready? Ooh, oh, shit, yeah. jeez. Oh, Tiffany going to get some photos of this right now. Oh, I'm going to laugh so <laughs> I want, hard. I want the smiles, the biggest <laughs> smile. That you, can you ready? I'm going to give you the put biggest together. one. Hey, like you're on the cover of Canadian Tire and you just got that fantastic <laughs> Ron Moore thing going. <laughs> oh, Tiff, look, oh, look at my Ron Moore. It looks so much oh, good. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's fucking so gorgeous. Good. Oh, my God. Yeah. I am moist. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's the, the aroma is spectacular. I know it just kills me. Oh, that Galaxy. Nelson, Nelson Sovai. Oh my, my gosh, brother, so damn. Like, you just pretend to sit. Nelson Sovai, Nelson Sovai is up there with the best ops in the world. Can this be your intro? This whole this bit, right? yeah, yeah. I can, we can totally do that. Just you guys trying to say something real, and I'm just laughing like a dickhead. <laughs> Um, yes, Chris, you are 100% accurate. Is uh, one of the best hops in the world. Shout, oh, should I do anything? Or are you trying to get me natural? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, one of the most uh, sought after, most expensive <laughs> hops in the world. Um, uh, you want me to do anything or natural? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> natural? All right, can we just fucking cheers and drink this, please? Like, I really yes. like that. Yeah, let's do it. Guys, cheers. cheers. Fucking cheers. get it in you. Oh my gosh. I know I'm really biased, but Jesus, this is great. <laughs> oh. Oh.
But you guys need to put it in the microwave about like 30 seconds because before drinking it. Oh, the fuck? Yeah, I, it's even better. I froze. It it tastes like a smoothie after that. A smoothie? Oh, that's what we want. Oh man, that is good. Oh my lord. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. If you're in the Montreal region, get on that. Yeah, where where is it at? And I'm gonna get no to introduce yeah, don't it. Don't sleep, but... fuck. Yeah, bro, this is <laughs> oh my so god. Available at Espace Blanc, La Canette, and the Gap Store for now. Uh, be dropping at Vitsun Bière and uh, oh, fuck, I forgot the other ones. Bierologue and Maison des Bières and Peluso on Monday. You gotta do Gobelet, man. I know. We gotta tell Jacob about it. Who's yeah, I, I? I'm the driver. Is Nick Paquette someone you guys know? Or is that a random? Nick Paquette. Yeah. I don't recognize that name because it's the same as Chris's last name. I think he's, yeah, but he said that uh, he grabbed the last few cans for and sold out their best IPA yet. But you already knew that, so I am given that five out of five on Untapped. Oh, Nick Paquette is because of me, right? Like, I, yeah, God level. Obviously, haze. yeah. Come on. God, I, I try. I tried to put six out of five on, uh, <laughs> on that, but the app doesn't let me do it. Yeah, you need and because to. of that, I've uninstalled the app on my phone. Tiffany says it's Fire Flames. Fire Flames. Fire right. Flames. That, she didn't say that. I said that. I said that. But the look on her face said Fire Flames. So. <laughs> like, like, like the like the song from uh, was it the the metal song through the fire and flames? You know, oh, Guitar yeah. Hero. Uh, the Dragon yeah. Force song. Hey, Nathan, yeah. Nathan knows about this. Yeah, like, Chris, I played, a, I played a lot of Guitar Hero in university, all right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did, you did it like hardcore mode. I did, I did. Oh, oh, can we get a video of that? I want that to happen. Like, I at least have a, I, I, I can at least find a picture of it for you for sure. <laughs> all right, oh. that, that, would do, that would do for now. Um, should I read out? Jeff has just got a comment. Should I do that real quick? And then we'll get into how this came about. We can talk through this beer because this is gorgeous. Uh, Jeff just says, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Just on the kettle sour stuff. He said, kettle sour is good marketing, is a good marketing technique. It is proven to make money for some brewers. We need a brewer like Unibrew to make it our own where we have our own bacteria to produce quality sours, long-term sours. I feel like that's very short-sighted. In my opinion, that's like a one way to do things and it's very puristy. And I don't really align with that at all. I feel like if brewers want to make kettle sours, then they can do it. If they want to have, you know, that means they can sell some shit now that's still super tasty. If they want to make uh, sours after sit there for 12 months, then they can. But they're two different products and I don't think they're the same thing. And to compare them to have one's inferior to another, they're just different. So not everybody wants their teeth enamel ripped off by a Flanders Red that's been in the barrel for 12 months. But some people might want a nice, you know, 5% dry hop a little less. Just to, to yeah, know. I think there's there's room for both. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> different profiles, and um, I'm I, I'm more and more not into kettle sours. I mean, to be perfectly honest, more and more I'm not into sours in general. I don't know why, but uh, except for lambic, I will die for lambic. If, yeah, day, all day, all day. I would die for uh, lambic too. Yeah, <laughs> but I uh, die for lactose. Yeah, I mean, uh, who's talking in the back? <laughs> Some 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 bearded man from Australia. Fuck him. Um, oh, this is good. But yeah, uh, I think there's room for for uh, longer uh, barrel aged sours and quick quick sours. I think they both have merit. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, all right, let's talk about this beer because this was this was one of the main inspirations for for this evening. It just ended up getting better and compounding with all the collabs, like triple banger. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, I love you, fucking guys, man. This is pretty cool. That I love like, you guys too. Like this is, this is a lot of fun. Group, yeah, group, uh, group. Uh, uh, we've never been in the same room physically, all four of us. <laughs> Like, I, I know, man. No, the most the, the most we've been able to do is three of the four of us. Three of the four in different in different scenarios. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get there one day, but I I think this is like to have this. I'm just looking at them all. Just for I'm not even drunk, but like just even looking at them all and just being like, "Yo, man!" Like we're just a bunch of dickheads talking about beer online, and then all of our brands have collaborated multiple times with multiple breweries. I don't know. I just think it's like it's really fantastic, and it just speaks to the like how the beer media stuff, which we'll I think we'll get to after we talk about this, can really sort of have a nice, uh, really solid and genuine uh, contribution to the craft beer scene anywhere, yeah. and to the point where it results in products, and we've all done multiple collabs and stuff like that. It's just uh, it's just so fucking cool to me, and then my friends are doing it too. And the fact that we can have all of us on yeah. on this call tonight that we're done at the same time with canned products like who would have thought that like when we started yeah. a stupid ass chat like just to fuck around and now he was we are. it to do a collab at first no it was actually to uh, assist each other to like it was like a mini pod even though i very much uh, advise against it it was more just to be like hey like I, some I of our so. i thought I that's what it was, was it was to collab on something maybe a project? yeah i think i think chris is right i don't think we were doing a pod up front Okay, I, I remember it was I more just like if we were. No, um, it was it was to do a collab, but I forgot what what was what it. the collab was. Yeah, I don't. I think we wanted to do something. I guess was it with no team lactose sprung from that, but it was yeah. something we wanted to do, like was, a collab all together. But I forgot what it was. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember either. But, but I, um, like, like, but I also, but I also remember it be uh, like it being just, just kind of like a friendly support thing for uh, like, like, and um, like for for each other's content and and whatnot. But like, it very quickly pivoted. Like, like we, uh, like, we like we talked casually every day. Like, like yeah. I, I literally talk to you guys every day. Every day. So it, like, it, like yeah. it's really cool to. To, like to kind of have this gathering, like, yeah. yeah. I feel like this is something that, that this podcast needs. We need to do this like regularly um, because this is not only like a selfish thing; it's fun. But I feel like it's cool to have us all to be able to give our opinions on certain things because we talk every day on the chat, yeah. uh, and then yeah. we, you know, we were able to to share. I think like some legitimate um, insights into the industry because we all know different parts of it. And we all do different things in there, but we all do a lot of the same things. And we can give some yeah. genuine perspective on, on on beer in general and sort of how things kind of work and trends and blah, blah, blah. Like I feel like a lot of people, you know, the, the brands we've all built up, people do look to us for certain things. Like people, you know, they wouldn't be wanting us to speak about their beer if we didn't have a decent platform that contributes some value to the industry. And I really hope that, no, I know that all of us are, are able to, what we do whenever we talk about stuff, we help, that's our contribution is to let people know what's happening and what's good and what's, what's going on. And it's just even cooler now than like the breweries are seeing so much value in what we all do, that they're wanting to con- collaborate continually, whether it's like Chris doing it four years in a row, which is amazing. And, you know, we've done this like two years in a row now with Les Plus and like now like San Kiem have done your new logo. You're doing this one. You've done a couple of different versions with, um, uh, with uh, Sutton and stuff like that, among others, I'm sure. 
So like it's I don't know it's just really cool that what we've all been able to to do and then to be able to sit here and talk some shit and hopefully drop drop a few gems on some people. Anyway, there's like a little 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 aside before we talk about this. I just looking at them all. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is sure. fucking cool. Very very cool. It's pretty dope indeed. Yeah. Uh, speaking of dope, this shit is disgusting. I am in love. Can you? I mean, we talked about it on the Sankey M podcast with uh, Jacob and Chris and Noah. But uh, maybe Noah and Chris, you guys want to speak to this and about maybe Noah can tell us how it came about for people who didn't see the uh, Sankian podcast. And maybe Chris could also add in some bonuses on how this beer was made and conceived and such. For sure. Um, first, and the glass. That, um, what do you, uh, how do you guys like, like an honest question, how do you guys like drinking out of this? Love it. I love it. I fucking love it. Uh, I, love I like it. it. It's Seriously. a great glass. Like it's, got, like it's got some really good heft to it. Yes, um, waiting. Like, like which I know is uh, like what you were talking about aiming for with it. Like, right. you know, it, it like it's not super delicate. Like it's not like a like it's not like like I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I love my like, my Spiegel glasses, but me too. I know like, they're like, shit. Like, they're shit. Don't buy Spiegel glasses. Oh fuck you! Fuck you! Like, <laughs> no, I, 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 no, I, no, I love those glasses, but like they are incredibly delicate. Don't wash them; they'll, they'll, they'll break. Yeah, yeah exactly. But like, but you know, I I don't feel like I'm gonna break this, and, and and like you know, and I love a stemless glass, and it's got this nice new sexy beerism branding on it. Like, it's a great glass. Yeah, it makes me feel like I'm putting my mouth on nowhere every time I take it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, but yeah, like, but I saw you. You are pulling your tongue every time you're drinking out of it. <laughs> I feel like it's uh like I think I saw you say it to someone, Noah, that like you can drink any style out of this glass. You could be crispy boys, yeah. you could do a pastry stout, you could do this yeah. hazy IPA, you could do a roost if that's your bag. Like you could do anything out of this and it would it would feel natural. It's not um it's, I like the, the, the girth that it has. It's nice and thick and like you were saying, with the unlike the speed glow, it doesn't feel like it's gonna break and it's uh it's it's very pretty to look at. I like the the way that it curves at the bottom as well. Like it's this is a really fucking nice glass. Me more. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have like all the choices in the world, but what I wanted was so Sutton makes the, a version of this glass, but it's even bigger, and that's kind of what I was aiming for. Okay. And I I love drinking out of that glass because there, it like marries the the. The pint glass. To me, it kind of marries the pint glass and like a, a stemmed wine glass at the same time, right? Because well, this is like Tiff's glass right now, thing, like a stemless wine glass that she's drinking out of. Like I know a lot. Like, yeah, exactly. Very I similar stuff. Hate drinking beers out of pint glasses or shakers or whatever, but I love drinking out of those glasses I hate shakers, when the so. when the style um, matches it. Mm. So if it's like a light stout or um, any kind of lager. Yeah, or um, even just like pale ales, IPAs, stuff like that. I really enjoy them out of those classes. I know you don't get the same aromatics; like you can't stick your nose in them in the same way. But what, but I, what I find makes up for that is it, it's it's come it's like this um, this physicality to it, like like wrapping your hand around it and drinking it like a like a beer. There's just something about that. Whereas in use like a tiku or a wine glass it it creates a different experience you know like um and so i've when i when i thought about doing a beerism glass a long time ago i wanted to do a stemless wine glass because i really felt like you can kind of marry those two things you can still wrap your hand around it and feel the beer and the coldness of it and like drink it like it's a beer 
But at the same time, you can also stick your nose in it, and it's got the shape of a wine glass, and you can get the aromatics and all that. So you can drink a sour out of this. You can drink a 15% imperial stout. You can drink... I mean, I think it probably works the least with, like, lagers, but even then, it works pretty well. Um, I still like lagers out of, like, a, a more angular, tall thing, but... I think it kind of works all around. So yeah, anyway, I obviously over talking about that. But no, 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 um, good. No, oh, it's I, your I, glass, I, man. I it's it. your glass. Much, uh, I love how much thought you put into this. <laughs> Drum yeah. um, <laughs> but uh, so for the beer, um, hopism, uh, it it all kind of it, it started with my website. So um, I've had my website for about five years or. Oh, sorry. I've had beers in for close to 10 years, but the most recent version of my um, website's been about five or six years. And around that time, I got a new logo that my good friend made for me, which was really kind and because yeah, I didn't pay him or anything. Um, but shortly after that, this guy named Jacob messaged me, who was, I guess, a beers and fan and was a graphic designer. And he's like, hey, I made you this logo. Um, I thought it was really cool, but I had just gotten a logo and my friend made it for me so I wasn't going to like switch it out and then I kind of forgot about it and so uh, about a month ago I was like I want to redo the website and I was like I, I think you know a rebrand would be good too and then I remember that Jacob had made me this logo and Jacob now is the owner uh, one of the owners of saint Kim Baron, uh which we've all been enjoying their beers Have we? Ever? so I messed so I messaged him and I was like, "Hey, do you still have like the old um, PDN file or P, uh, PNG? PNG, uh, PNG uh, files?" And he's like, "Yep." But then he kind of is like, "Hey, why don't we we do some kind of collaboration? Like, why don't we do a beerism or a second Baron sponsored beerism relaunch? We can do glassware. We can do a beer together. We can." do all these th things. And I was like, all right, I'm down. <laughs> Cause like, I, I don't know. I've wanted to shake things up with what I've been doing. Cause like I have this tendency to deal in routine and like a lot of people start blogs. They don't get the, the attention they want. And then three months later, drop it. Whereas in me, I'm like, Nope, I'm going to go 10 years strong <laughs> you know? and not make a whole lot of changes and just do my thing and just like hunker down. Um, but you know, with COVID and just having more time at home, I was like, I wanted to shake things up a bit. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, just throw it all at me. We'll just, we'll, we'll figure it out. And so I managed to find a new template for the website that I quite like. Uh, he asked me, I, I had, I, I tried to come up with clever ideas for beers, but none of them were really feasible in doing in a short period of time. So he's like, look, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do an IPA. He's like, what kind of hops? Do you want? I was like, do you galaxy? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, Nelson. Like, yep. I'm like, all right. Let's do that. So that was my extensive contribution to how this beer was made. <laughs> so I have no like. This is a like ninety nine point nine 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 percent Saint Gilles and 0.001% me. So, but I, I I had the confidence that they were gonna create something lovely. And yeah, the glassware, well, I, I went on about that, and um, I'm happy with it. It's it's kind of inspired me. Like, I want to start thinking about, I don't know, potentially doing more glassware. I was like, maybe I can design different things and do like a Masorum thing or release a bunch of different 
tikus with different designs. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a graphic designer, but like it might be fun um, t- to like just do like different colored versions of the logo and different sizes and different backgrounds. Maybe, I don't know. Just like look into something like that. Cause yeah. I, cause I love glassware so much that I think it might be a fun little project that wouldn't necessarily cost too much money. Mm. And you'd be able to sell them if you do like short runs and stuff. Like you'd yeah, be able to that's move what I was like, like this month limited. or this week I'm doing this, try and sell them all. The do you know who's the best month. at that? Fucking Maddie, Matt from uh, Vox and Hops. He's a fucking gangster with the, um, with the merch, bro. He does short run shit all the time, sells out of everything. It's, it's perfect. I've been wanting to do that shit too. Yeah. Like, it's, 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 it's a whole other game. Mm. Yeah. Quick, quick aside. Sorry, Nate. Uh, Tiff just said, Chris's camera is so cinematic. He looks like he's in a documentary. <laughs> Sorry, she just said that. I was like, I just, I just did that. Like, yeah, I saw that thing adjusting it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that zoom oh, right oh. in there. Woo! Oh, sexy. Yeah, you dirty, dirty. Boom. I like it. Okay, sorry, Nate, you're about to say? You're about to say? Uh, no worries. I was just going to say, no, don't sell yourself short on the graphic design bit. Uh, I know I didn't I, I didn't make as much of a big deal out of this as I should have, but the uh, the logo that, I, that I've got right now that you'll see on my watermark, on, uh, like on most of my photos, Noah made that, uh, uh, made that logo for me. So cheers, mate. You're very welcome. You know your way around Photoshop. If you're using Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, seriously? (laughs) Come on, man. I use paint.net. Oh, that's perfect, then. Yeah. It's pretty gangster. Yeah. The OG. To be able to produce the quality of images that you produce when you've actually taken photos that Alafruits have used on their fucking vans and you're using (laughs) paint.net. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, bro. Like that's that's respect right there, man. That's not even he, like he opens up his color palette and he used the green to yeah. correct a little Hot bit is and that yellow and oh yeah, that looks great. And this pre paint tool, he's like, yeah, there you go, man. Wow, that's nineteen ninety two. Graphic designer now. <laughs> hey, man, whatever works, bro. Whatever make it works. till you make it, bro. That's don't don't give away your girl. secrets. That that's how they make smoothie sours. <laughs> Wow, it always Easy. comes back wow. to that. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, smoothie sours is the paint of beer. Is the is the paint.net of beer? Wow. Oh, I mean, paint.net is paint. Like, paint. Oh, it's just Microsoft paint. paint.net, the respect. Is is a, I apologize. Oh my god, it's so perfect. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's not that's not the episode name, Chris. Oh, see. how good is this fucking beer? Oh, it's amazing. I oh, just man. like it's I bet it's going to be better in a week, too. Oh yeah, this shit is. Yeah. I might even wait for a week to do the one minute review on it, just so I can. Like, well, that's it. I mean, like I love it right now. Yeah. I, the, 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 like, the, like I like kind of the, 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 like Galaxy when uh, like when it's kind of like nice and intense. That's yeah. that's that's the sweet spot for me. Try it. I I do too. To be perfectly honest, like unless it's that harsh, like. Uh, like way too astringent yeah, burn yeah. thing. Sure, um, get it in your head. But that. I also Switch. find that like it's not always just the like because I know what you're talking about, uh, Nathan. I like that too. Like like the 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 hop intensity <laughs> that it has now. I wouldn't want it to get any less. Like I think it's perfect. But I also feel like there's something that goes on within that first week in these IPAs that like they just start to like 
things just start to settle more, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like that week usually hits that sweet spot, kind of. Like, I noticed it with the Shawnee one. Well, Shawnee one was just fucking green, like, when it first came out. But this it's and this is great. Is, but, uh, but I feel like uh, Sanguine Baron beers are, are rarely very green at all. No. Um, but I don't know. There I, is I, no I, I'm curious what this will be like with a few weeks on it. Yeah, the, yeah, it will be it will be uh, interesting to see how it develops. Yeah, because we came to realize that using Galaxy outside of the boiling process makes that green aspect pop up a lot more. Mm, so okay. it's very unorthodox for breweries to use Galaxy in the boiling process, but for us, it like we realize that it just works perfectly when we're doing it. It creates that layer, like that thin layer that you need in the background, which Galaxy is made for, and then just pour whatever you need next to create the different aspects you need in your beer. In this mm. case, it's Nelson Sylvain, right? So you have something right there in the background in the, that layer that you need to keep that intensity, which is not the harshness you want. You just want the intensity out of it. You don't want to burn your tongues off and then build the aromas of the hops that you need, which is Nelson Sylvain, right there after that with your dry hop. Mm. That's really yeah. interesting, actually, because when we did the Get It In Here in 2018, that was the most intensely hopped beer I've still ever had Holy in my entire fuck. life. It was just a tore your face off. It wasn't even good at first. Oh. That shit lasted until six months. That was insane. Yeah. It was still it was still up fresh after six months. Yeah. I had a friend in Australia, I gave it to her when she didn't drink craft beer. And then she met a dude and now her, her boyfriend is into craft beer. So now she goes to beer festivals and shit. She used to make fun of me. And now she's drinking craft beer. She drank it 18 months old and she said it was great. You know what? I believe that. Yeah. I still got one, and, one left that's full. Maybe oh two. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's not in a fridge anymore. Ups are a conservative. So yeah. I, it would keep your beer drinkable for a while. I don't and, think uh, I'd really want to drink that, though. Like I, I, I had a thought about uh, like about Galaxy because I like because I've ridden a bit of a wave with uh, w with Galaxy over the years and um, and like and I was thinking in particular around the time of Get It In Ya that was that was like, peak like, Galaxy that was really right around the time when like and it wasn't just that beer like beers in general that were heavily hopped with Galaxy were intense as fuck around, uh, like around that time like like about three years ago. <laughs> If it was like if it was a galaxy. Oh no, you're beer, right. It was early 2018. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, like if it was a heavily hopped galaxy beer, it like it, like it would be green. It would burn your like your whole palate off. It would overwhelm any other hops that were in there. Um, and it like and it was just kind of the like the thing of like like that's just what it was known for at the time. Um, and like and it like like so it kind of dipped for me for a while. Um, and, and then like after it had kind of chilled out for a bit with like with people using Galaxy, I feel kind of like as like as Chris was talking about when you start to maybe chill out on it a little bit and figure out the hops that like that complement it really well. Uh, like 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 in this case here with the like with the excellent balance that it has with, like that it has with the Nelson, like Galaxy can make a fucking gorgeous beer and like, like the taste is still really intense but it's not the same green intense burn your tongue off like kind of thing it can have like it can have intensity but it's not overwhelming 
Yes. Yeah, this has like a roundness to it that's really yeah. nice. And you can yeah. taste both hops, like the best of both hops, in a way that I don't recall ever being able to do so when Galaxy is involved, because usually Galaxy is like 90% of it, and then you might get a little touch in the background. But this is probably basically from what Chris was saying, the way that you use it in the boil when people don't do that. And I'm getting that Galaxy backbone and then this really strong Nelson that's very that's supported, obviously, by a Galaxy. And you can go, oh, yeah, these notes are the Nelson and these notes are the Galaxy, as opposed to the Galaxy sort of taking over the whole thing, which is actually quite special the way that you guys have been able to do that. Like, that is... Yeah, I worked, I worked really hard on, on that whole thing. <laughs> you did great, <laughs> Noah. Was... You did great. You did great. But I did sample it I had the first dry-up, I think, when it was, like, super green. And after, is, during the fermentation, too, that I was able to try it. This is exceptional. Yeah, man. I wasn't expecting that. It's so when good. I tried first. Yeah, uh, man. Like, green. You've, this is, like, undoubtedly. I've had, I don't know, 70%, 60% of all of the Sankey beers. Like, I've been pretty fortunate that I tried it. Yeah, probably, yeah. 60, I, 70? I think you're like, if it wasn't for the pandemic, we probably would have had 100%. Oh, yeah, that's true, honestly. Um, because these guys are awesome. Oh, like I, I as Noah, what am I? What are you? Oh, what, yeah, what yeah. am I to say? You're, you're on the. Oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> you're, 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 you, there it you're is. There the it is. Say it. It is. You're on, you're on it. You're on their dick. I'm on their dick. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that shit was one of the funniest things ever. When I reviewed the, the footage, you're like, you're like, no, no, did you hear what I you said, I, wa- I said it, and I watched it a hundred times. <laughs> it just, it, I made myself laugh so much. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just sad the episode the name dick. wasn't, like, on the dick. <laughs> it's never it's never no funny. But, like, yeah, of, of the IPAs, this is probably, and I, this is probably illogical, and once again, I know I'm certainly biased. I think it's probably my favorite of the IPAs, and I've had most of them, except Duotang, which everyone creams over. So I think I yeah, missed that one. Instead on the Duotang train. Yeah, but uh, Duotang is the one that performed the worst on Untap. Ooh, oh, that's really? interesting. Yeah, but it had the best and, like, and, customer and, and feedback. You're saying that that, that, Duotang, that Duotang was one of your favorites, wasn't it? It, it, it is still one of our favorites. Yeah. yeah, but we're still not wrapping around or like our heads around All right. it. Well, fuck mm. Untap. So like, like, like what does it <laughs> No, but it is interesting to, yeah. to try and figure out why that might be the case. Yeah, it, it, it's curious for sure. It, it was a well, bit it, too old school to well, be like, cool. Well, like old school. I mean, like I, I suppose, like I, I suppose that that's one way to put it. It was an atyp- like it was an atypical, like like New England style one. Like yeah. it was more um, like. I, like, I re- like I really really enjoyed that beer. It was an interesting one. It was more malt focused than a lot of um, like the, the, than a lot of double IPAs are. Um, but like it was, but it, it was a really interesting flavor. Like I like I felt that it being so orange focused, and with the fact that it was also very malt focused, like like there was a lot of sweetness that came out with the malt. Like it had a very marmalade vibe to it. It was mm. really really interesting to me. I can see how a lot of people like maybe didn't get what they expected out of it if they were expecting just like a hazy double IPA. Yeah. But uh, like so, so 
that would be my guess as to why it didn't necessarily perform as well if they weren't expecting as much of a malt presence. Yeah. But I still thought it was a really fucking good beer. But also those like those people that are currently reviewing like or reviewed this beer recently, they're in the mindset of New England IPAs at the moment. But those yeah. people weren't in even in beer when uh, Eddie Topper, Focal Banger, yeah. Sip of Sunshine, and all those beers in Vermont were like booming. And that's what Jacob said. He's like, this beer reminds me of when I was taking trips out to Vermont five, six, eight years ago to grab those beers out uh, because, you know, I wasn't able to get that ear. So for him, it was like, yeah, heck yeah. It reminds me of everything that got me hyped up about beer, which really didn't really translate well once you put it online and then mm. you have people that are in a mindset that, oh, but Mosaic and Citra, it's what ruling the world right now and I want something that tastes like uh, fruit juice. So obviously it kind of like smashed differently this way. But again, it's how the market developed itself differently. And on top, I think it's a good database to see where the market is heading and where people are, what kind of like aromas what people want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What they're looking for and what they're hyped up about it and what they're maybe tired about it too. Mm. So um, yeah, no, you a, could. No, it's a a big fuck you for most of the things that you can read and see online. But again, also, I think it's also you can probably game it to a point that it can benefit your business in some way. No, mm. you're absolutely right, and that's a, like that's the best attitude to have about it. I think. Um, Like, because that's the attitude that you can have about it that you can gain the most from it, where you can still know what your product is and what you want from it, but to understand what the, the, the like what the consumer is saying about it and kind of what the market is asking for and how they respond to certain things. So it's You know, it, like it, it's good to hear that that's the way that like that you guys that that you guys look at it. Mm. Um, my like my best guess from like from what you've described and from my like my experience having that year is it's a pretty like it's a pretty simplistic thing. If people are looking at like and seeing a double IPA from a brewery that brews like really fucking good haze, like 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 I, I suppose they might have been a bit thrown off and might have been expecting something else mm. um but you know there's there's ranges in these things and uh, like in and you know double ipas can come in so many shapes and forms and this one what like was really good it might have been a bit different than what people were expecting is all yeah it's yeah. an unfortunate kind of thing and like it speaks a lot to what you were just saying but like i have a lot of friends who's palettes I, I actually really respect a lot but I also know that like unless they're drinking something that's like it's it's almost as if they've decided anything IPA wise that's older than like a year ago they're done with yeah. so if they get a beer that tastes like Hetty Topper if they get a beer that tastes like even like something even older than that, they're like done with it. They're like, Nope, I don't like it. One star. I don't know. I don't know if yeah, they're rating yeah. or whatever, but they're kind of yeah. like, just, just done with it. Um, and I don't, I don't, 
I don't like that mentality. I, I feel like I'm probably guilty of it in certain circumstances as well, because I think we probably all are as we kind of like shift towards new modern techniques. And we definitely all are. Like it's like, like it's impossible to up. not be like to not be swayed that way. Like we're like we're like we've all like we've all got our scale. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 that's, yeah. that's exactly it. We but, and we all scale. do miss West Coast IPAs. I feel like so, I we just got one today from Sankey and yeah. Darrow. How is it? I haven't had it since who the Chris. No, no, it just looked like a fucking rep, just not like stopping pushing my own beer. No, no, I'm never. Not even a rep. So sorry. No, about exactly. That. That's okay. I'm just going to interject. I'm, I'm, I'm off the punch luck, so not even paid. Not even paid off it. So Jacob owes you money. Uh, Patricia of Overhop is in the building. Says hello, guys. Uh, I love you, Patty. You're the best. And then she yeah. says, um, I actually have a comment about one of her beers, the way that she's improved that as well, speaking of everything you guys are saying. Patricia, I need to try your beers. I haven't had anything. Yes. No one needs we that. We all need to try your new beers. Has either or, or Chris. Yeah. I just yeah. got a bunch of them. I, I just got a bunch of them thanks to Matt. And I, like, I, I just got into one of them recently, and I've got a couple more to get into I'm really excited about. Oh, yeah, man. I'm, I'm curious s- to see what they have to offer with the new factory. I'm series. so fucking proud of Patty and Tati and Ricardo, man. She just said, just to read what she said, she said, untapped is useful feedback tool, but it's really a very small percentage of our sales. It's hard to say if we should be guided by that. I think that's a really good point. But True. just, just I was yeah. talking. I was at, uh, like I was saying earlier, I was at the Spas with Simon last night, and I was like, "I'm really fucking proud of you, man." She said, "I'll send soon." Bam, she's the <laughs> best. To you all, Patty, you're the best. No, but I want to pay for it. Uh, she. So I was telling oh, yeah, Simon. Yeah, me too. She goes on my to do list. She, you're such a sweetheart. She's the fucking sweetest. I swear to I God. I love Patty so um, much. Honestly, I can't even express how much I love this woman. Like she's the best. She's like, such honestly. a sweetheart. Like the, the sweetest human being ever, like means so biggest heart. All of them do. Like Tati as well. Ricardo is such a legend. So and, was, and, like, and they're all such hard workers. All oh, of them, like all of that. They deserve all their success. And I was saying yeah. to Simon, I was like, one of my favorite shit out of say like the Ashlag thing was like the avant garde went and created their brewery. That Simon went and created Les Bas, his own thing, and then Patty and Tati. Well, I guess Matera probably left there now, unless they're still going out of there. I think they're still, but they're like working on it. There's like I think there's a lot of smaller ones now, but not all of the larger ones went on to create their own thing. She's like, I'm crying, stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I haven't even started, Patty. I haven't started. So like to see. Oh, oh, if she's still listening, she, I want. Um, uh, what's the Brazilian uh, beer? The, the beer style. Fuck, I forgot it. Sour. Yes, I want to get there in a sour all year long. I yeah, want, I want so like a, um, like a series of Katarina Sours with different fruits. Please make it happen. Please. Yes. It's so fucking good. I want that happening more in Canada in general. Please yes. do it. And Thanks. that's what Overhop is. With, uh, with Overhop's Katarina Sour, Chris, I'll let you know how it is. And yes. Like, I think it's just so cool. that She doesn't have enough on her plate. Yeah, right? She's like, yeah, God damn it, Chris. I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm sure they're doing it anyway, but I think it's just so cool. I was saying to Simon, like, the difference when I first got the 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 cans of hazy from their first batch of hazy, for, which yeah, is their flagship New England IPA from their own brewery in Saint Jean sur Richelieu, compared to what they were doing at, in in Toronto, which I'd had it in um, uh, at, at Oshlag, and she said we're bringing more, so that means there's more coming, Chris. Don't worry, she's got it. Um, the hazy was like I was telling Simon, I was like, bro, it's like ten, twenty times the beer it ever was. And I said to 
Patty, I was like, this shit is ridiculous. Like what, like what's the deal? And she's like, this is what it was always supposed to be. Right. And I think that's like, whilst I'm a big I've, proponent of contract room. I've a lot about that from Oshleg. Um, yeah, Oshleg, like I don't want to slag them and stuff, but like I understand they've got a lot of pressure. They've got a lot of clients. They've got a lot of people. They're just trying to pump shit out. And and like Simon was telling me, he's like, they, the 24-hour brewing process, they're brewing 24 hours a day. They have a night shift because they have so many clients and they're pumping stuff out. Now, when you're pumping stuff out of that level, you don't have the time to be able to really look at it and, and, and do the, uh, you know, the small tweaks that say that Patty and, and Tati are now able to do with their brewing team. I believe they're both named Gabriel uh, at, at uh, St. John's Richelieu now that they can control it themselves. So now their beer is this is what they always imagined it to be. And it's nothing short of spectacular. Like Hazy is just a spectacular New England IPA. I can't, I can't express how dope it is. Um, and I've always enjoyed it for right. sure. And the new version is it's just night and day. So I would say that's what Simon's feeling too. That's why I feel like the Beat of Vacance was even better, like Chrissy was saying was the best batch. Um it's yeah. because they did it their own way at their own facility. Now, like it's not once again not taken away from contract brewing, but it's so cool to see that. And now I saw today they dropped the test IPA. Uh they had, you know, there's so many beers. I haven't tried any of the new stuff. There's just so much. They're just pumping it out. And isn't that sick? Like they've they've been able to have so many different beers now they can pump out whereas before that it'd have to be like oh Oshlag when can you fit it in and and so on and so forth and now they can do test IPAs and if it works then they make it a brand and then they can make it a core or something they bring back regularly and it's That's just give, given this flexibility and this this ability this general genuine general ability to be able to brew these beers at a level that they weren't able to before and it's it's so cool to see. Just good, good ass human beings do that shit, and then on top of that, which contributes to this episode, is they did the collab, the Vox and Hops. When I first met Matt from Vox and Hops, he goes, "I want to do a beer with Overhop called Vox and Over," and I was like, "Oh, oh Vox and Over, Vox and Over, yeah, that's what it was." And he told me that early on. He didn't even know them at the time. I was like, "All right, bro," and they fucking made it happen, and it's it's in the tanks right now. I think it drops in a yeah. week or two, and like that is like this is that's, that's the. Dope other person I would be I'd like to bring into this because he understands that Matt is a good friend of mine as well and like like I just I love that and it's perfect because Patty knew who Matt was from the music scene and stuff because man Matt's a celebrity in the metal scene that I didn't listen and to brand, and like and the crossover of the branding is such a perfect fit for that yeah for yeah. sure like, it's yeah, fucking exactly. yeah it's perfect oh shit Patty just said and we just discussed the Vegemite beer today I gave Patty a jar of Vegemite like a year ago Australian <laughs> East friend and I said no Patty way. Patty can we make it a collab please please make it a collab please Stray 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 I'm from Stray I love Stray Stray make Vegemite beer what, what would the style even a stout. be I said make it a Moody stout out. Vegemite Beer. Oh, a, br- a dark black just Smoothie. sludge beer. Smoothie. Sludge beer. Yeah, like that's amazing. Because I was like, you know, it's so technically it's gonna like an, it's going to be like an umami bomb, right? Yeah, like, probably. But it's like a. I mean, but doesn't Vegemite have that like, isn't there like a like it's like a soy saucy yeah, kind of thing? A little, a, a touch, a little, a touch. Um, a touch. But and you like, put that on toast? Every single day. Every single day. It's Why? Great. Right? So sugar is sweet? No. Um, it's not sweet. She's like, we're brewing it for sure. Okay, I love it's it. Salty. It's yeah, salty. Yeah, it's salty. It's super salty, but it's a yeast spread, so there's yeast. That's why I was like, look, take this. 
at the uh, time I wasn't eating toast, so it was it was like out oh. of date. So I was like, just take it and make a uh, and make make a beer with it or something. Maybe you can what make about it a, it's salty. Don't. What about a gosa? Uh, you could absolutely Vegemite gosa. That would be something. Yeah, there's something in there. You hear that, Patty? You hear that, Patty? Vegemite gosa. She's just lolling right now. But yeah, there's so many you things you could that. do with it. You could have that, Patty. Look at that. Noah's just given all a the dark, ideas. Of it. A dark malted goza with Vegemite. I've had a black so, goza I'll before. Oh, drink, of course, you drink it. Uh, I'll spread it. I had a dark. <laughs> I had a I'll dark goza those. from uh, Finback before. That was Lord actually Lord. quite interesting. Like to have like <laughs> a black. Mo- it's almost like a black lager, but a black goza. Hmm. That was super interesting. Well, it's best. Publi- uh, it's best did that. Sour stout that was super intense. Mm. Yeah, the driveway. driveway stout. Yeah, yeah. driveway. You do was... something less sour than that, but with the salt and the veggie, mate. Yeah, there's like a bunch of options. I mean, I'm, when, when I gave it to, I was like, maybe just try it. Sounds uh, awful. You know who uh, else could? You know who I'm, else I'm could? Yeah, exactly. the worst beer ever made. No, you know it'd be that half hour. Half hours could definitely do that. Yes, their, half hours. Um, their like their version of black is beautiful was all like was almost exactly that with the, 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 like with how much was in it like a sour stout with uh, the, like with salt and uh, like and all of really? this other stuff it's one of those things of if it had been any other brewery it would have been absolutely disgusting but yeah. because it was them it was just fucking spectacular I, I, I still like, have I this even, in the fridge I can't even explain. <laughs> Like uh, like why it like why it was so good, but like it it just worked because it was them. <laughs> yeah, man, that that's pretty. Was Are it you like guys getting like insane green? At the like, bottom? yeah, I've got, like I've I have like green. a bunch of fitted up weed. Yeah, on both the cans, I got it's like just. Clear, man. Chris was ta- Chris was telling me about that, but like literally, like all the all that's left here is like green with like little pieces of hop. So so we had issues can and not in the canning, but when we can, we can- didn't can as much as we were supposed to because of of that. Actually, there was a lot of sediments that we weren't able to get rid of, and we had to uh, put everything else in kegs instead. Unfortunately, it's not that bad. I had to like, like just give the best cans to me because like I've got no sediment in here at all. Nate got all the fire. <laughs> I think that what happened is that Noah did like a full art on pour into his glass and he got the good bits out of it. on pour. I did the yeah, same thing. So I just... Now what you have to do is drink it all and get the Ugh. vitamins for yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. look, I just put it in the chat if you guys want to take a look. Okay, the picture that you had. Um, and I'm gonna send that to the boys at uh, Saint Kim. Uh, Holy here? fuck! Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, oh, that's, like, okay. It's, it's straight green. It's yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it, it, it's like chewing. The both cans I had were like that. Um, yeah. okay, that's actually that to the boys. Yeah, I didn't have even that much. Mine was a little bit less. Maybe you got the the trash ones. I'm gonna give um, them a kind of heart fun. attack. It's like, <laughs> it's like chewing on little bits of weed. That's what it really Oh, that's what it feels like. So you can actually yeah. chew it. It's not like disappearing. Oh, yeah. It, it's not like clumpy, like um, yeast sediment, or it like legit just tastes like. Oh, it's like full hot matter. Yeah, like I, hot I, matter. I probably can't even drink anymore, actually, at this point. Um, yeah, I think it's starting to get I mean, into that. Like, um, like I'm good. Like, like, I'm good, guys. Like, I don't really. <laughs> yeah, I got I better cans than you. I don't know what to tell you. Yes. Your cans are pretty solid. 
That's no, well, you know what? You should dry that off and smoke it. Yes. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Um, Paddy was saying we made a collab with Les Baslas that was a sour black IPA. Paddy, was that the one? It came up in my um, uh, fucking uh, Facebook memories. Was that the one where you we had the Halloween party at Les Bas and we were there with Hillary? Last, I think it was last year. If I'm not mistaken, that was. A good were you time. dressed, Craig? Were you dressed as a slutty koala? <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. That is amazing. Um, yes. Can you imagine a slutty koala? <laughs> this episode should be just called Slutty Koala. Patty, yes, Halloween. Yeah, I remember that one. That shit was fine, Patty. That was great. Um, I can't breathe. Slutty koala. Uh, You're a fucking dildo. That's awesome. Fuck. Uh, I love it. This is... Uh, no, this is like, it's interesting with all the, the thing, but I guess it's just so much. Patty's like, I laughed out loud. <laughs> Slutty Koala was, is pretty good. Bro. Like, I got to give you props for that. Um, the, uh, yeah, I guess this is like pretty crazy. There's a pretty decent volume of hops to be able to have all this stuff in there. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't affect the flavor at all. This is an exceptional beer, man. Fuck. It, it's, it's really fucking good. Like, I, I, yeah, I can't even think the closest one, and Chris, you actually said this, was the FTISO. That beer yep. was really fucking good. And I think that was like those two were, these two were pretty much on par. And funny enough, FTISO adds some incognito in there. Uh, is this one? No, 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 not this one. See, okay. for, see, for me... That, that might explain the bits inside the... Uh, oh, Noah's of course. Password. Yeah. Goddamn, no one's for, for me, my absolute favorites from uh, the, like from Saint-Gambert so far have been Hippie Rock and uh, and Broken Q. Okay, Hippie Rock was fire. Broken Q, I have to have I haven't had that yet. I'm excited for that. They, you, both of your minds is about to be blown. Which Whoa, one mines are going to blow? The new ones, the new ones, the new ones. But, but I, I guess Noah's just is used to everything, so I, I don't say yours is going to be blown. But these guys are going to get blown away by that. You trying to say you haven't had as many beers as Noah? That. I've had probably more beers than Noah. Noah hasn't done shit. Oh, Noah. Okay, Noah's okay, trash. Okay, no Noah ain't oh. shit. Noah, get on my <laughs> fucking level, bro. Um, what what do you like better, the Broken Q or the uh, Hippie Rock? I prefer Hippie Rock. Okay. But that's uh, not, yeah. Hippie Rock. But the new version of Hippie Rock is different. A, like, it's been a couple of, like, it's been a few months now since, like, since I've had Broken Q. Like, I've only had the one can um, that I had, which I think was the first batch of it. Um, so it's, so it's hard to judge now that I've had the new batch, like, now that I just picked up yesterday the new batch of broken q i'll be able to do a closer comparison i'll let you uh, i'll let you know which one i prefer but hippie yeah. rock which i've had more recently is so fucking good but yeah. the new one like both if you rock the new ones i dropped you guys off are using incognito so mm. uh, a lot less residual sweetness out of it and more op punch but like broken q is like the closest thing i have had to uh, pineapple juice in a while Mm. Yeah, yeah, it that's exactly a right. bit more of a dank shot to it. Yeah. Okay. 
like honestly, the, the like the double New Englands that you guys are putting out are what I lose my shit for. Yeah, the, the, like they're like they're re- they're just really top notch. Um, that aside, though, uh, the, like like when you recently had the like, like the Belvedere, the Vienna Lager, that shit's fucking great, man. I just had like I just had that on the weekend. It's really fucking good. I'm excited yeah. to try it. Yeah, same. It's really good. How's that new pale ale? What's that called? Uh, Principal? Yeah. Only 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 Noah got this one. No. Wow. 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 It'd be your own people. Come on. Trump's wow. Trump's wow. It it got released at I'm taking a piss. Time. I'm furious. As if you right. <laughs> but it's uh it's a pale ale just like Celeste that we did, but with local hops instead. Oh. Like so it. it's a lot more like on the I don't want to say green side of things, but it like it has that kind of like up arshness. Like at first it wasn't like a phenomenal beer, but a week after that's where I got like a full can. I was like, God damn, that's good. Like some sort of like um uh, fuck, how do you say that? Candied lemon? Is that the right way to say it? Candied or lemon. lemon confit. Oh, citron confit. confit. <laughs> <laughs> ho, 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 baguette. <laughs> <laughs> baguette. And, I think Craig actually left. <laughs> I know. We need Craig and his French impression. Done. Um, but it had that touch to it, which was very nice. And I think that that's what was lacking when we released it. People weren't. Like it, it, it was a huge success because we called it La Principale, and where the brewery is situated, we're on 55 Rue Principale, which is the main street, and like it's a big neighborhood-focused street, and the can features all the businesses that are on that street, and being in the red zone right now and all that happening, it kind of like shifted the focus around the brewery and the releases that we're doing towards those businesses, the restaurants, the little boutiques, the coffee shops that don't have that spotlight all not all year round, but at the moment, because right now we're like right across the bridge from Ottawa. Ottawa is open for restaurants and whatsoever. And Irresponsible. on our side. Yeah, it's totally. Wow. Un- yeah, <laughs> I, I would jump on that, but I am 100 percent on Nathan's side about that. I think it's completely stupid to open That's what that I said. up. Irresponsible. Yeah at this moment um mm-hmm. but what happens that everyone in quebec just goes like well restaurants are open on the on the other side of the rivers let's just go to the restaurant on the other side and come back with whatever bacteria we caught over there <laughs> yeah. so what Make we want is to, yeah <laughs> Let, let's just rub it in right right rub it right and, in uh, yeah. so so with all that we created principal but it wasn't even about like the COVID thing. It just happened at the same time. But every releases since we got into the red zone, they feature first a restaurant to do a pop-up kitchen, which is always food to go. And uh, which is sometimes like one or two other um, businesses to showcase either their products, coffee, chocolate, whatever at the same time. So every release, every single, like every two weeks on Thursdays, it's an happening like and everyone's very respectful about like the distancing measures, mask and whatever sanitizing. It's all 
in there, and I think that's like breweries. Like I think it's the time to talk about that. But breweries are a like very focused. It's a hub for a community in general. And if your brewery is not that, I think you might need to stop and think about like what should I do next to get my brewery to that community aspect. And with like even with uh, Black Lives Matter and Black is Beautiful, like. If you didn't jump on that because you were like afraid of making like that just a marketing stunt or whatever, then you're you're stupid because I do think that it has uh, like it's an opportunity for you to be a leader in your community, not just in the brewing industry, but in your community business wise and consumer wise to be like, you know what? I stand up to that bullshit and I don't want that to be present in my community. So doing it, it's like, you know what? I did it. And now like you're welcome, whoever you are to my brewery and welcome to that community that we've been like, obviously we're all like four fucking white dudes with beards doing and talking about this. But obviously it's something that like I'd love to see and I'm seeing it like little by little like more women more people of color and beer but it's not enough we need to like like we need to keep saying it and get those uh stigmas out of like the whole picture sorry for the whole rant that nah, was my man. thing oh my god well, that's a good rant <laughs> i couldn't agree more. i'm pissed off i'm just pissed off i got a podcast in from like my old 12-hour drive about that <laughs> and i'm just like I'm done with that. Yeah. How about Thanks. Red's comment on that thing last night? Yeah. Oh, that, 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 that was good. That was that, that, that was a good cut there. <laughs> yeah, man. No, but no, no, but Chris, like, like, don't apologize. It's it's a good thing to um, to get frustrated about and to and like and to kind of make that like and to kind of make that point of because you're absolutely right. Like breweries are community hubs like that's become like that's become a big part of the industry is that breweries have become fixtures in their communities and it's important that they like that they really show up to represent that community mm. and all like and everyone in that community and i think that uh Baron has like has done a very like has done a very good job of that like all of their branding is very deliberate in um it, like and it's uh, very deliberate and uh, like and very kind of um symbolic and very kind of symbolic like everything like everything means something and it like and you can tell in every single label um and like in every single release that you do and i thought that one thing that was particularly notable with the, the like with the black is beautiful and it was particularly notable in the context of Quebec breweries who were uh, like who were pretty small players like who were pretty small players in that is that it was a very deliberate point that this was not just about one beer yeah yeah um it was a yeah exactly yeah that, that, that like that they, playlist they, was that, that's, that's so an excellent point. Great. Like, like the playlist, it was very like it was very symbolic and it sent a very clear message. It was not about one beer. It was about like it was really about showing up for the community for highlighting how we've not done very well 
in, in, in like in progressing and how we need to do more and we need to keep working to like to improve as uh, the, the, like you know as like as members of this society and as people who like like you know who as an industry that likes to consider itself progressive there's a lot more work that we have to do and that like to kind of recognize that and really kind of show more of a commitment to doing better is is significant yeah but at this point i would say that doing better is not even like it's not enough no it's not no no you're absolutely right, right. it's it, uh, like it, it it's not enough you but like you need like you need to do the best you can and it like it's I don't even like I don't even know how to like how to say this eloquently. I'm not uh, like and, and I'm certainly not in a position to no, say but that, like to, to say that anything that like that we're doing is enough. As you pointed out, we're four yeah. bearded white guys. But it's like all I'm saying is that like we need to like we need to try better. We need to keep doing better. And I think that. I think that you guys are like, like that you guys are trying hard and yeah. like, at, at like, and at a certain point that like, it's not enough, but it's good. Yeah. I, I think Tiff put it perfectly at the highest point of my, what the hell are we doing with that? Like when Craig and Tiff, uh, popped up that St. Campbell and we had like a good chat about it. Yeah. She's like, whatever you do, your heart is already at the right place. Yeah, and she just looked at like, and I was like, you know what? I feel good about it now. Like I feel like that whatever I'm gonna do about about it right now, if I'm already at the right place about it in my heart, then everything else should be like just flowing together the right way. Yeah, yeah. like like we're, like we have to be like we have to be willing to keep trying. We have to be willing to be. We, like we have to be willing to be told that we're wrong. We have to be willing to hear the, the, like to hear criticism, to learn, uh, like to learn to do better, to learn what we like, to learn what we need to do differently. If we're willing to listen, uh, the, like like you know, which was a, like which is a very poignant title for that, uh, the, the, like for that, uh, uh, like for playlist. that playlist. Yeah. We like we can do better. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great that like there's like a genuine passion for uh, Tiff is saying uh, sending hearts. Um, I think there's like when we sat down with you, Chris, like, and I know that Jacob it feels the same way that you guys just had this genuine. Like, it, it actually meant something to you, and you guys were only the third brewery in Quebec to do it, right? Which is pretty. And bad. we were we're still the third brewery to do it, and that's no there's that. no fourth, and that's yeah. yeah, I don't think so. It's another conversation. That's a shame. It's a genuine shame, and it's like, but I know it. Who were the three? Uh, it was uh, Sir John, it was yeah. Bar Canada, and it was Sankey and Barrow. So nobody in Montreal did it. And I would have really thought Miss Oren would have got on board. I really would have thought Brewski got on board. And, like, you know, when you look at it, like. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but, but, again, it's not even, like, a high breed doing it. Like, you have, like, there's no excuse. Like, there's no effort into doing that except choosing uh like uh organism to yeah. a charity to give your money to it yeah. the recipe is done the branding is done yeah. so for like and if i look at it it's fucking good branding it's beautiful yeah. and 
it's even better than a lot of breweries <laughs> out there in Quebec. So yeah. you got better branding that you already have. Fuck. Why, why are you not doing this? Like, yeah. and, and like the actual graphic designer that did it is super flexible. If you want to do arrangement, you want to change it, you want to make it uh, French because you, you think it's something that should be forward, then you're free to do it. Like the guy is all in if you want to do changes on the actual label and the writings, whatever. Like we did it for the label ourselves and it was super easy and he's super kind great guy um i forgot his name at uh, he's at withered soul but he, he teamed up with them i don't remember at all but like there's no excuse not being part of it and if you think that it's already like the train passed by and you missed it no it's not it like it's still a problem today you can still do it and yeah. have an impact in your community it's yeah, a, and, and, yeah. and it also doesn't. Uh, uh, sorry, Craig. I didn't no, mean to no, interrupt. No, no, no. But like, it's it also it's one of those things of it doesn't have to be that beer specifically. Like, like there, like there are other breweries who have like who have stepped up in other ways. Like Dominion City is one of those ones that like like, like no one could even question their uh, like their, their <laughs> the, like their commitment on that front. Like they're the ones that provided seed funding for uh, the, like for Ren's Diversity Playbook. Um, and the, like, and the scholarship that they like that they did with Niagara College for brewing, and um, and Sean over at Small Pony, like, found another way to like to do it as well. Because I mean, stouts don't really fit into his uh, like into into his brewing style, but he did something that was like that was deliberately in the spirit of it. Um, like, you know, he called the beer fuck racism yeah. and uh, like and did exactly the same thing. All of the proceeds like went to exactly the same kind of charity that would have gone uh, like that would have gone to it in that way. So it didn't have to be that beer. It was more like it was more a matter of finding a way to show up for the community. Yes, that's a great example. I really sorry. Noah just seems to have dropped out. I'm going to like click the link uh, above Noah. Um yeah, man, like the way that Sean came through with that uh, was such a beautiful thing because he hit me up about it. I think he hit Ren up about it as well. Oh, Noah says, can I bring him back in? Oh, okay. I'll bring you back in, Noah, you bloody duffer. Um, the way uh, the way Sean went about that because he hit, hit us up um, and he hit up uh, – I think he hit Ren up and a few different people. How do I know this is Noah though? But if I'm trying to bring a random person who's not coming up, just add to call. Well, here we go. No, Noah Forrest. Call the bitch. Um, we click the link, Noah. Click yeah, that's what I'm saying. Link. Not on this call. Noah, here you go. Come in. So this might work. I don't know. But basically, um, uh, here you go. Patty's talking as well, which is good. Uh, she's explaining some stuff. But yeah, like I feel like Sean's uh, The Fuck Racism was like the most, you can't debate what he meant. And I know, like you were saying, that, Nate, you're right, that like, you know, doing a stout doesn't work for him because he's only barrel-aged beer. So he was like, let me find a way. And he was, it was bothering him. He wanted to be a part of it. And his team are all white. And he was like, bro, none of us really know, but we believe in this. We, we want this to be a thing. And... Um, Thank you, Chris, for putting that in there. Hopefully, Noah figures it out. Um, and, and he, uh, you know, and he wanted to do it. And he was like, "Yo, what do you think of it?" He was very, really, very nervous putting out a beer called "Fuck Racism," 
And that worked out well for him. There was one dickhead who commented on your thing, Nate, who turned it into an all lives matter. But we, I was like, there's yeah, no, there's always going to be fucking someone, right? Yeah. I mean like, even, Oh, that fucking dick. It, it wasn't even oh worth giving him the God. time of day. Right. Like, cause that shit is fucking garbage. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I think it was just really um, uh, commendable uh, as him uh, of Sean to to go ahead and do that. I think that was really wonderful, and like it was, uh, yeah. you know, it was a good beer, right? You got to drink it. It was a great beer. I yeah. really uh, like. I really enjoyed it. I mean, like, I mean, Sean doesn't fuck around, right? Like he, the, the, like it, it was, it, the, the, like in my mind, the dessert sours that he does are some of my fucking favorites, and uh, like, and and that one was so that quintessential. Like, like, like the beer was spectacular, yeah. and. Like, like, and I, like, and I love how it was so just like no holds barred card, like placing his cards firmly on the table. Like you, you, you couldn't, there's no misinterpreting what he meant, but like what he meant with that beer. It was it, like, it, like it, it was a thing of beauty. I'm, I'm really glad he did it. Yeah. I'm really proud of him. I just want to re- read what Patty's saying here. Cause I think this has uh, some value and maybe gives us some insight into sort of another perspective here. She says, um, I have many, oh, hey, sorry. I have many reasons why we didn't do it yet. And I believe many people have their reasons too. For us, especially starting up again, I guess at the time they were pretty new. It's impossible yeah. to take even 10 cents to donate. Uh, besides that, we have a huge problem with label suppliers in Quebec, huge delays. So the logistics is complicated. So that's a fair point in the middle of, um, in the middle of a, a pandemic where, you know, and, and, and a brand new brewery just opening, having to do, they had to do a lot of their checks with the government over FaceTime and Skype and stuff, which is going to be stressful. And they put so much money into it all, um, you know, so they've got to be able to figure out how to, how to do it. So I definitely understand they're in a different position because all the breweries that did do it are all quite established. Even though Sankey and Baron are kind of early on, I guess they probably didn't have the same maybe issues. Um, uh, so. my- I can, I can, like, I, I can see, like, like there's a big problem in Quebec with label in general. Um, I, I, I think, I think uh, she probably knows about all that, like being with Resic Quebec, imposing in 2021, like having to be printed cans instead of labels on the cans because labels won't be accepted by Resic Quebec in 2021. So labels are deemed to be too. Uh, like compromise for aluminium when they want to recycle it. Right. And because, and that's like, that's all big bullshit because sitting on the Recyc Quebec, uh, like committee of what, whatever, like the big guys, Molson and whatsoever. So obviously they're talking shit about it and trying to push, like to put sticks in the wheels of, uh, craft breweries and all, all that trying to put uh, obstacles in their their own ways and in Quebec right now there's only two I think suppliers that do print on cans hot print two suppliers yeah off print and another brand that's in the um, I think and that means two suppliers only to supply every single brewery in Quebec that all like right now are switching to cans like it's fucking impossible to feed 
all those cans like who do you prioritize like yeah how does it work like we used to work with them at um saint Kimball, but again like we were able to get our orders in like a month before two months i think you need to like eight now weeks. it's even worse it's than weeks. that it's like it's even worse than that and even that there's chances you don't get it because they're very busy and understand like it's a new business also for them to get that and create that but the city quebec is not helping like they're not making it easy to do the, yeah. the switch to it like they're not making labels easier to be an option no mm. like label companies have to find new labels that are thinner and that weight less so they can make um like they can be certified by, by the city quebec but i spoke with uh Bacana because they sample some of those prototype labels and uh, one of the guys that works on labeling at, at Bacana told me like it's total bullshit like they do like they disappear in water in like half a second It's not even like mm. doable for any cans. Like you don't stick, you don't do whatever. So, like, you're playing against like some sort of like government-owned thing that's also like powered through by big corporate breweries that don't want you in the market. Because obviously, if everyone switches to can, gets labels, all that in the easy way, then oh no, we're taking two percent out of the what we market share is like 16% craft beer right now of the beer industry. Okay. If we climb up to 18, can you imagine how bad it would be for Molson and Coors? How bad it would. Right. Fuck, they can't buy another yacht next year. Shit. <laughs> no, it's crazy. And Patty's also saying... I'm back. Noah's back. We got him. The internet connection wasn't working. It's been a whole thing tonight, but we make it work because that's what we We're making it work. Do. Um, Patty just saying, but it's 355 mil in Trois Rivières, so maybe that canning place can only do 355. Yeah, exactly. She's also fuel for the recycling. It's it's big bullshit. So I feel like yeah. you're right, Chris. It's like there seems to be a lot of um, unnecessary politics and nonsense with, yeah. and like, and you know, this is one side of shit. It's a whole other conversation. But like, how many things are weighing down on breweries? They're fucking licensing and like the package sizes and then all the shit they have to do to get in the SAQ and all the testing and then all the, 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 now the new rules with package with packaging, like Mike from 4.0 was telling us that it can't be, or sorry, Keegan was saying, I think it has to be paper labels now. And if you do plastic labels, well, from what I understood is that it, it can't be any labels. They're going to have to do all printers printed on can. No. Okay. No. So it, you can have a label, but it needs to be to weight less than, that amount of grams oh. onto your can and sorry but like like you know how metal works right like we yeah. all know basic metal i'm a metal expert exactly you put eat metal metal and, and metal other shit melts right it, it just melts right melts. label what does it do when you put eat to it it burns fuck it fucking melts bro well, yeah, it's why does paper, it fucking matter Yeah. Oh man, you do want to peel it off and recycle the paper? No, it burns. Fuck. Oh. Yeah, they're like it seems like every single thing gets thrown at breweries to make their lives more difficult. And it's just so like ridiculous when in a time like the pandemic when we're like let's go to be real, right? Like every business is is helpful to the GDP of the the fucking province and to yeah. keep people employed. So 
you really want to not let Quebec breweries ship to people directly? Like, what's the problem? How yeah, many that people? Whole thing was ridiculous. Like, oh, right? Fucking stupid. How many people in Ontario died because of that? And then on the flip side, how many people die in Quebec because you can go to the gas fucking station across the street mm. and buy a Budweiser? Fucking none, cunt. So, like, chill the fuck out. I'm so sick of it. It's so redundant. I'm so over it. I, I, I love at the Stop. beginning of the podcast. I said no C bombs. Craig, Craig, like, for by the end of it, it's just cunt it's like, bombs every. It's like three stuff. hours in, so I can say what I want three hours in. Because if you're lasting this long, you can deal with a C bomb. Don't be a fucking soft person. But yeah, don't be a tough cunt. There you go. That's what I wanted Whoa, to say. Boom, 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 boom. I'm gonna do some air horns for that one. Where is it? Where is it? Bear, bear. <laughs> But yeah, like it's just like I don't know, it really pisses me off because like for all of us, someone like Patty, Patty's my friend. I love Patty, I love Tati, and they are affected directly by this. Their livelihood yeah. is affected by these rules. Yeah. Chris, your job is tied to this, and therefore Jacob, who's a fucking G, is affected by this. It's ridiculous, it's absurd. Like, as a fellow entrepreneur, we have a business that doesn't really have many of these rules affect us. We're pretty fortunate in the sense that we can kind of do what we want. So you guys are trying to make – like, it's hard enough to create a manufacturing facility that can create this scientific product that has all of these different things that can go all sorts of ways and then put them in these little metal tubes and make the branding pretty and then keep them there – like, close them up so they're fresh for fucking eight weeks at best – if it's this style of beer and then get them to the dickheads who go and spend $400 and then trade them everywhere. Like it's a whole thing to do this. And then you got to make it harder in the middle of a global pandemic when there's breweries that are opening and they've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more like it, it's, and they're employing people. They're giving more tax revenue from a brewery than almost any other business because of the absurd amount of government tax they get taken off alcohol. Like, how are you making this harder for them right now? It's it's, it's mind-boggling how ridiculous politics can be and that how that even in the midst of the worst shit that we've had in a hundred years since the fucking Spanish flu, they still don't want to let you put beer in a mailbox that we all of us receive beer in a mail in a box almost every day from all over. And then you don't want to fucking let people do it legally. Fuck off, man. Fuck off. Stop the bullshit. This is a con- yeah, but don't get me started. I was it, about to go into yeah, but if you do this, but. if you do this, like Molson will be pissed off. <laughs> that what they're worried about? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, those poor guys. Oh, they think people. about them. They're great people, right? They're it's, doing it's, it hard. Good people. They 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 have they have beer at art. They want to, they want Montreal Canadiens <laughs> to be a good team, but also. They want their beers to be good and to be fresh and delivered oh. to depreneurs everywhere across everywhere. the province, you know. And for them, having little shithead breweries stealing 18% of their market oh, share. Disgusting. God damn it. The nerve. The nerve. <laughs> the nerve. Patricia, you know the nerve of you. you know how what? dare you do that to Molson? Yeah, how dare you over <laughs> stealing those. And, and you know what? Those salt. African hops, they oh. got it all. All of them. All of it. All of it. No one can the, use them. Like overhop, how greedy can you be? Come on. Greedy. <laughs> you want like 0.001% of Quebec's B Mac. You make me sick. Monopoly. <laughs> how dare you? 
Close Let's down your business. I want a Budweiser. Let's get a macro right now. That, that's why Canadians can't win the Stanley Cup. It's because of overhop. Yeah. <laughs> go the Leafs. Go the Leafs, right? <laughs> hey. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, don't I don't even those. care about hockey, and that Sam seemed just wrong. Yo, go the Leafs. Hey, yo, man, go for oh, the Leafs. Whoa, 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 yo, whoa, it's the Leafs, bro. I'm bringing out the drumsticks. <laughs> All right. Change the subject. Right. Change the subject. All right. So, what? Uh, I know what Chris thinks about this. What do you? What do you all think of Jirdsiel's brand oh, rebrand? That's a big one. Really quickly, just before y'all say anything, uh, Patty just said, "You're Come kidding. On. You're kidding me." They got the South African hops. Yeah, Patty. They actually bought the hop fields, all the hop fields in South Africa, and they yeah. kept all the hops for themselves. It's funny, but it's wow. not. It's funny because because no one cares about South African ops anymore wow. because of that. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh, well, what are they done for? Let's get a Nelson. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yell rebrand, the most controversial thing that's happened in Quebec in the last week or so. Uh, I'm going to let you guys say that. I've said it off. Chris, no, Nate, what's going on? What do you think? Yeah, so, I mean... I've, like, I've had some time to rethink it since uh, like, since my initial impression, and my initial impression was mo- like was mostly just based off of uh, like, like was mostly just based off of the name, yep. like not having seen the uh, like the actual full labels themselves. Um, yeah, like overall, I'm not like I'm not in love with it, but I think that might just be because it's such a stark contrast to their own branding. Like, like it's really kind of jarring how much of a big change it is. It's a case of I think I like the labels themselves more than I like, um, like more than I like kind of like the band of the name. Like I don't like I actually really like the artwork. It's more the like it's more just like the the Judiciel name portion of it that like that just seems a bit clip arty to me. Yeah, but that that band of the name it's like the air horn that the angel is uh, blowing through, and the original logo. If you look at it, yeah, that's Fair the enough. cool thing about it. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm a bit of like a design nerd, so I, I like when I saw that I was like, hmm, that's that's tasty. I like it, but it's like on another level. Like it's subtle, but yet on another level. But I can see what you mean about like being like a flat lay, very like two dimensional, very basic, but also kind of like what's very trendy right now mm. of uh, design in general. But um, yeah, I, th- I think like I-, I already said, like I think it's pretty cool. One thing that I do think that people are fussed about is that it's happening but as a brand sometimes like you need to change things up like i i don't think that there's a bad business decision around it like they probably saw like sales going some in some way and trends going some way behind their brand and they were like it's like two years in the making i think no way if i'm not wrong yeah i heard that too so two years in the making it's a lot yeah I, I don't disagree with any of that. I th- like my suspicion over why people are kind of so up in arms about it is that it's it's one of those things that they had stuck with their branding for so long, and like and this is just such a stark contrast mm. to their old branding. Like, like in terms of 
like kind of contemporary beer branding. Like it's a, like it's really not very outlandish at all. It's just kind of a, a very stark contrast to like to their old branding, which to the point that you guys have both made was due for like like was long overdue for an update. Yeah, and I mean, I think it, it is such a drastic change, and I think what a lot of people didn't. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kitty. Paws everywhere. Jeez. Oh, man. Um, I think what a lot of people didn't like about it is the fact that it, it kind of like almost lost its darkness a little bit too. Mm. Like, did CL, like it, they kind of needed to rebrand in the sense that like all their stuff was like really overly detailed, including the logo. Including, um, yeah, and part of me still loves that. And like, I love the nostalgia yeah. behind it. So I, I, but I do get why they want to move in a more contemporary direction. But I think the logo for me, I kind of like, and like, as Chris was saying, it's got that horn thing, but I do know what you're saying, um, Nathan about it. it. It's very clip arty and very basic, but I think that's kind of what they were going for to get away from that overtly detailed look that they had before. Um, but but yeah, like it, it's like if there was a new brewery dropping and this was the the uh, the the art and the branding and be like ah, it works. But to take the most iconic brewery in Quebec and um, like one of the breweries that like started the craft beer scene for so many of us to see that like just completely fall away, I think is that like stark, almost like shock yep. thing where it's just mm. like ah. But it, it, it when you look. At the new branding, and you look at the four. So they they did four beers. They did um, Sentinel, or I don't remember all the names, but they did the yeah. the Kolsch, They did the the year their ESB. They did the Morality Tay. Yeah, uh, Morality and then they did. Yeah, um, uh, we'll was right? Hibiscus. Yeah. So it, it's like I think what they're trying to do is create that like basic their basic brands. So. And and you can see you can't I don't know if you can see it here but it just says Blondale and then when you read in the back they talk about how it's a Kolsch and then for okay. the ESB they call it a Rus but you look at the back and it's an ESB and that seems for dangerous the biscuits it's their wit well I think that's what they're going for I, I mean she didn't tell me this but it just seems to make sense for me with how basic they made these four cans is like yeah. they're trying to just infiltrate that real they even uh, go that classic to it. Mm. But now, now that you say it, like it makes sense. But, but again, like I, when I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool." But again, after that, a lot of people like were like, "Oh no, that's just for like the base brand. They're keeping it the same thing for like Peche and everything else." I'm like, "That that's 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 stupid." Like I don't know how, how much money they put into that new branding, but. Like if you're about to pull off that band-aid, like rip it off. Don't don't do like that little squirky thing to get it off. Like rip it off and put all your new branding everywhere. Like you mm. just invested well, in it, right? Yeah, and, and I and you were right. When you told me that I was like, really? And then the next day they posted all the pics. I don't know if you saw them yet. Yeah, I saw it. But so it's like it's kinda like a, a happy medium, sort of, in the sense that like they kept the original artwork. But they've rebranded it all with the new logo and all that. For which beers, like I, for Peche and stuff. Well, yeah. Peche, she told me she was gonna 
I asked her, like, what are you doing with Pesce? Because that's, that's, like, a real question. That's what's really going to yeah. throw people in a, a tiffy. Uh, she's like, I'll show you tomorrow. We're nervous about it. So I think they changed it a lot. Oh, um, but I, yeah. she didn't send it to me. Um, Did she do uh, it, or they hired an agency? She hired an agency. Okay. She oh, yeah, it's an agency that did that, yeah. So, like, El Bideton, um basically, they're momentum series. All the, so you know what I mean? The, one, the ones that come out once a month, opposed okay. to the ones that are constant. I'm, so, like, okay. Peche, Morality, um, Sentinel, all those beers, they're year-round. Okay. I mean, Peche comes out more in the winter, but, like, they're not, um, they're not a, they call their momentum series. So, their momentum series, it's like July, this comes out, August, this comes out, September, this comes out. It's like one beer a month that comes out once yeah. a month. So, those beers, um, like a Sekinicho, uh, those yeah. so yeah. all those beers, they kept the same artwork, but they redesigned the labels to have like a different backdrop. And then they gave it, they, they put on the new logo, uh, logo and stuff like that. Oh, like logo. the, uh, you know, you remember when you used to have the frame around it? Yeah, I remember that. When they switched frameless, I was like, Oh, now that looks good. good. Um, Patty is just saying, ah, yeah, it's it's super interesting. Patty's saying, um, uh, I love the old Solstice Tete, but I love the rebranding overall. So I mean, I, I wonder if it's is it has it been like mixed or like what's yeah. the? I'll show you. I'll bring it up and I'll put it as my background. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna no the legend. I'm gonna pull it up here as well Strikes on the phone. Again. Okay, so they've changed their full thing. Oh my gosh! Okay. So they did Morality Rosé Sentinel Voyager de Brun. That's what they started with, is that right? Yes. The Voyage so de Brun, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. And then that's all they posted so far. So it's pretty. I, mean, I guess they're talking about the Jameson Peche and stuff. And like, man, I feel like you're right. There's like certain beers, like something like Peche that is so beloved and that's literally known worldwide to be rebranded, to be unrecognizable. Like, I love that they moved to cans. And I felt like they're, do you know what was interesting? That their old branding, whilst it is like, you could argue it's dated, it looks super cool. Like, on a can, yeah, the Rosé yeah. Dibiscus is like, hey, move a stupid ass head. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And like, the, the, the old uh, more, uh, like Morality art, uh, like artwork as well, like with the cross and everything, was like pretty dope as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like this works well in the can. And like, it, it almost gives it a new life by moving it from that bottle, very small real estate to like a, a life. This is what they're doing. Okay. Yes. I mean, that's not that bad. That's okay. Is this a, is this yeah. announced publicly or is this like a first, a world first? No, no. It's, they posted it on their Facebook page. They didn't post it on Instagram. Wow. Fuck Instagram. Wow. Wow. Racist. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, you you see, I like that. You know, Quebec craft beer is all on Facebook. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really do. I and I'm it. not on Facebook, so that's a problem. Yeah, you do. You're not? not? No, I yeah, actually, you, but... yeah, you know how resistant Chris is to Facebook. Remember all oh, the shit Chris you is so resistant to everything. Oh, Facebook, Facebook is stealing your data. Chris is a contrarian. Well, he's not wrong about that. <laughs> well, hey. my data is for, to be stolen. I don't know. They can just take all they of my take data. They can take my motherfucking data. They okay. can know what beer drinking, right? So uh, this is like a much more subtle uh, update. Yeah. And I think yeah. this is pretty cool. And it like, 
uh, keeps the respect. I mean, they didn't even move it to cans. They're keeping it in bottles which and going the yellow top, which is a Yeah, problem. like if they had announced this as their brand change, people would like, probably would have been like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, it's not even much yeah. of a big deal. But then they – because they went so left yeah. field with those other four, like you said, the year-rounders, which I understand because they're trying to sell them in a different way everywhere like you know they want those to be like on the shelves and like really stand out with this bright yellow blah 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 and then these ones it's I'm almost be like, honest though yeah man like just to be straight honest be like, straight on this i think they've looked better before like it's like they cut out the 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 silhouettes and then took all the detailing of the background and removed it put a basic color but i find Images that have that much detail should have a detailed background. You know what I mean? Like as opposed to yeah, like an image plain. that is very blocky can have a blocky background drop. Does that make sense? Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I guess. I, I guess. I guess. Yeah, but I, I love the simplicity of it. In but it's my not simplest. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, like for me, like Igalmosis being yellow is like it's not. It's not a yellow thing. Yeah. In my opinion. Brown. Oh, I like it needs to be black. <laughs> like, almost this, like it, it means like the like the temperature of your body when you're dead. <laughs> Is that yeah. it? Is the state of your body when you're dead. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm looking like, at them up a bit closer. Dark. Like it's super dark. And they put it on a bright yellow bottle. Uh, yeah, like the I bottle's not bright yellow. Brown like the yeah. the bottle is still the same color. It's just got like the yellow cap, right? No, yeah, I think but it's the, like the label. The, the label. The label, yeah. For, oh, that beigey color. For rigor mortis. I mean, like, I'm looking at it up close on Facebook now. Like, is it exactly the same artwork, or is it a little bit different? Well, the the, the like the characters look the same. Okay. But the backgrounds I are different. now solid colors as opposed to having like detail so they, similar to the characters themselves uh, okay so they're just basically trying to simplify the situation yeah. I mean like it's, it's really hard with a brand that's like it's different if you are sort of known or whatever but like when you're beloved like Judas Ciel is like and around the world like people know Peche everywhere so like yeah, to yeah. have that yeah, and I bet they do the similar thing to Peche here too. It's going to look like... If it looks like that, it's not so bad. But, yeah, like... I respect. It's already a little bit like that. Yeah, it's not too dissimilar. So it's almost like this is so... It's like, what do you do? Do you update it a bit and then it's okay? Or do you change it completely and people are mad? But then I feel you, like they've done both. They've done both. Either way, people are going to get mad about yeah. it. Yeah. I, like, I, to to my opinion, I would just like do a new thing and hope yeah. for the best. Yeah, like, just rem- like get rid of all these characters, kind of thing. Yeah, like rip rip the bandaid off, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and like see where it gets you, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of light, almost a thousand likes on this uh, this thing, this the yeah. post of, of that particular one. It's yeah, everyone keeps saying at at de de voir la pêche. Like everyone's just waiting to see the fuck. Like, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a tricky one. Yeah, it's just like if it was any other brand, it's whatever. But when it's like Judas CL, like you There's said, something like, about their imagery that's just so iconic that yeah. I think, like, did I think you need to change it? 
so much hate. Yeah, like, but did like? I guess the real question is like, did they? Why did they change? And did they really need to do this? Maybe not, but it made sense. It seemed like it was time. But like, why? I don't know. But like, I, I don't know. you know what? Okay, so if you look at it like that, and you look at the way the craft beer is moving, I honestly think that just looking at that rosé hibiscus on a can was progressive enough for Judas Yell. Like, because it is what it is. Like, looking at this new pretty yellow thing is not going to make my perception of the brewery any different. Like, if you're trying to introduce it to new people, maybe. But it was like every time a Judas Yell beer came out, there's an ex- a- expectation of quality that, that was uh, assigned to that logo, that logo with the angel and that old school lettering. And then a beautiful, yeah. like probably hand painted um, design that they've all got behind you there that they, they end up keeping. So, like, whilst is it dated? Yeah, of course. They had it for 20 years. But was it so iconic that, like, changing it is detrimental to the way that people perceive it? And it's not going to change the way people perceive it. So, all you're doing is fucking with something that people really are passionate about. Like, I don't know if there's enough benefit in changing like I'd, I'd love to hear I'd, i really would like to have them on the podcast to talk about like like i feel like they almost like they owe the people an explanation like yeah i feel like there's a case to be made there i'd love to hear their side because we can all speculate until the cows come home but like we're just a bunch of dudes with beards and don't know shit so like they you know we know jay always dude with beards i'm tired of them noah okay tiff is saying here Maybe they spent COVID-19 looking at the logo and decided it was time for a change, kind of like you, Noah, actually, with beerism. Exactly. Um, I was thinking oh, that. Damn. Also, damn, can turn that around. Yeah, look at that. Flipping it on him. Uh, consume- that beerism, dude. How dare you? You I'm changed sick it. of him. I love when it was off. I like it back when it was twenty uh, March 2010, 2020, beerism. Much more realer and authentic. Um, she said, also, consumers always yeah. freak yeah. out. Where where where's this website? I'm going on make this website me sick. right now. Makes me oh, sick. Oh, you make me sick. Uh, leave a comment. Leave a comment. Leave uh, a comment. Tell them how trash it is. Uh, consumers always freak wow. out when brands change their logos or logo and branding, and then they get over it. Why do you get Tiff in here? Tiff, get we me. need you in Tiff. here. Tiff, get in here. She's Tiff. like, no, no, Jump no. On it. Brand. Me, like little old me. Do it for me, Tiff. No. You want to say something in the branding? You can come. You can have to come uh, in here. You Tiff, can say Tiff. something. They can hear you. Jump in. I'm just enjoying the conversation. She's enjoying no, the conversation, Tiff. she says. Tiff, come in, please, please. She's what? Keyboard warrior. Uh, key- she's to- a keyboard warrior, she says. <laughs> no, Tiff, I want to see you smile at the camera and say hi. Chris said he wants to see you smile at the camera and say hi. She's like, please. I'm not dressed. She's like, I'm she's not she's dressed she's for she's that. She's like, no, fuck that guy. She's like, fuck that white guy with a beard. I'm tired of white guys with beards. Uh, are, are you guys doing the, that old no pants thing on Friday? Oh, we do no pants thing all the time. I live in sweatpants. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Same thing for me. That, that's perfect. All right. Cool. Perfect. No, but, but, but Tiff is just going, fuck that long haired man. <laughs> there you go. Look. You guys. Hi, Tiff. Get that hand out of here. She's like, get it out of here. There you go. You get a wave. That's as good as you get. Um, right, perfect. Yeah, it's, it's good, definitely interesting, though. Like, I'm happy for them. I generally fucks with Judas CL, but I really would like to. No, we should follow up on that. But I really would like to get them on to. Um, you know, we've had JF, it was episode 40. It was a very special episode for me because you just, yeah, yeah. were a big part of my Quebec. Um, uh, maybe not, not as big as you know, or Chris maybe being in Quebec, but like they were very important 
to us, that was the first big episode we ever had. And, um, you know, I'm, I've been to that place as many times as, as I can count. And I, I would love to hear from JF's mouth or Layla or whoever's the decision maker who can speak on it to give them the voice because maybe it's something that we really should be talking about sooner than later um, because it seems like people are very divided about it and then they need to speak their piece and I don't know if they have any uh, other way to do it. Patty said, yes, please put your mask on. Oh, no, Patty, we do that shit over fucking Skype, my G. I'm not going anywhere. Fuck that. <laughs> we do that over Skype. Not yet. Not uh, yet. It's going to be a while before uh, we do a, yeah. a podcast not on Skype eventually, but I just want to make it easier for everybody. All we need is to be drinking the same shit, and it feels like we're in the same room aside from the hugs. But, um, yeah, I'd love, to, I'd love to hear more about it because I'm, you know, I don't think anyone's like, being like oh, they're done for now. They're like, no one's like that. They're just... So pat, like you were saying, like so passionate about it. That how can how can people not get upset when they someone's favorite shit ever gets changed? Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah, I don't know how. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, sorry, I got hops in my throat. Oh, That's... from that hop is um good on you. <laughs> Available now across Montreal and just select up and well, I keep Go sipping that. on it because I don't want to break open a new beer and there's this one in front of me. So I keep sipping on it to chew on the green bits and then they get, <laughs> they get cut cut in in my you're just you're just chewing on hop sediment like tobacco. Yep, pretty much. Like yeah, a baseball player. Good thing that 30s. your glasses are perfect for spit glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Noah. I love you. (laughs) Do we want to go into anything else? Do we want to have another beard? Want to wrap it up? I don't know what we're at because the thing broke up multiple times. So I actually don't know how long we've been going for. We've been going for three hours, sixteen minutes. Yeah, it's quarter to one right now, so we're about three (laughs) fifteen. Okay, that's kind of what I I expected. I think I'm gonna. Call it a night. Yeah, I feel like we might have. Uh, I think that we've had it. Okay, first and foremost, let's get the thumbnail. I want to get the thumbnail. So, what was the thumbnail? Uh, basically, us holding up beers and making funny faces. Funny faces. Funny faces? Where are you, are you from Ireland now? No, there was this uh, girl in uh, the, when Shepherd we learned French five. when we first moved here. This girl from, uh, the, there were a whole bunch of Spanish folks, like South Americans, in our class. And we do a taking a photo. She's like, do the funny faces. Funny. Like, I can't do it, but in like a Spanish accent. It was very funny to me. Well, let me change my background here. Oh, shit. Now, honestly, I've got hop juice all over my table because I spilt the hopism while I was trying to hold the chair. <laughs> you fucking slob. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You watch your language, Mr. Nathan. Whoa, I whoa, whoa. I, I, will, I will not watch my language. You know what I will do with my language? I'll shove it up your asshole, mate. I will fucking fight you, man. Oh, I'm happy. You little, you little soft cunt. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> oh, yeah. That is like the baby Jesus of photos. Oh, shit. We're all holding them all. I am so moist. I love it. Um, who? Uh, uh, I, I, I am jacked up on uh, the C word because I saw the Netflix. Uh, no, Amazon series, uh, The Boys. Oh, oh that's a good show. i got to watch that. Which is Filled with C-bombs. C-bombs. This episode is called C-bomb. Ontario (laughs) Beer Twitter. Don't watch it because you'll get triggered, you bitches. All right. Um, Where can everyone find you motherfuckers online? 
Someone start. Noah, go first. Noah, go first. You're at the bot. You're there. Let people know. All right. My website is beersm.ca. On on Instagram, I'm also beersm.ca, and on Facebook, I think I'm just beersm. And on Twitter, yeah, who are you? Beers Twitter, one. I don't even remember. Beerism one, Frank dickhead. Know. I know because yes. I tag Beerism you all the time. One. But you don't use it. <laughs> one. He's the one. Beerism Beerism one because beerism was taken. Dickhead. It was. Who took it? We should have yeah, him. The real beerism. Just like, you know, <laughs> At the real beerism. Yes, our beerism Burton. <laughs> uh, Chris, where can everyone find you, bro? At Austin Bros on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. That's where we are. Uh, new uploads coming up soon. And also, you can grab or book all about us yes. on Amazon, yeah. Amazon Prime, yes. print on delivery, whatever thing. You get it in like two, three days straight off the Boom. mail. And you can learn about ops and you get fantastic drawings by David Buis. That's the thing. And it supports also the show and what we do here on the podcast with BOS. Yes. Which is amazing. And we have a special project we haven't even told you guys about that Chris and I are working on that yeah. should be coming soon. Should we talk about that a little bit quick? Or? We're going to tell them real quick, like the high level yeah. what it is because we haven't seen so, it all out. So, it was all lined up to talk about where to find I, them and you guys just fucking shut them down. Oh, damn. So, we'll have Craig from BOS podcast on Austin Bros channel to debate about beer. Yes. And debate. it's going to be harsh. Yeah, we'll be fighting. It's like a, oh, be blood. a long form video, but like a not quite a podcast. So it's going to be like long form videos that are going to be on Hobson Bros channel. And we're going to be picking a topic, almost like our Let's Argue Nathan that we've done a couple of times. We're going to pick like a topic and we're, because Chris and I disagree on a lot of things, it's going to be a lot easier when Nate and I and me and you agree on everything. So, Chris and I are going to be. It's going to be more fun to debate stuff, and then we'll we'll go into it. So it's going to are be you a little gonna like make it overly heated on purpose because you should. Oh yeah, oh, probably yeah. be more argumentative for the sake of it, just of like we are about course. lactose. Because otherwise, like, what's the fun? Well, it's, it's like having like that's going to be drumsticks are, right? like, involved in. You don't have a choice of the topic. You just choose it and you have to go at it. So you Yeah, decide. pretty much. And then if we align, I guess if we genuinely align, we can align. But like it would be cool to sort of like listen to the both perspectives and it might be something that like people would also have some strong opinions on. So that was kind of the point of that to try and uh, do something a little different. You know, once again, all of us boys all working together as much as possible is really what I would like to do in any shape or form. And uh, so that was yeah. one thing we're, we're working on soon. But now, uh, Nate, where can we find you? Nate, well, tell many, us. But, but before that, how many C-bombs do you average in a given episode? We haven't done one yet. Our new concept, it's yeah. going to be called C-bomb. <laughs> I have to leave that to Chris because that's his channel. So I'm going to leave. I'd probably say none. So uh, all, all the beer Twitter folks out there, come at me, bro. <laughs> bro. That's probably a good name. for Yo, come at me, bro is a great name for it. Oh, <laughs> Yo! We call there it, it is. There it is. No, no, we call it cunt at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or, or come at me beer. Ooh, come at me beer. Oh. oh. C word at me, bro. You know, we have to use it now that Noah gave it the name. Yeah. Honestly, I think I like I, I think you nailed that at come at me, bro. I think that's the, the, the like I think that's yeah. the one. I think that's <laughs> genuinely yeah, you know hilarious. What? Nate, Nate Nate gave it a go. I I think we, we have a go. Oh, so I it's love cunt it. at me beer. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't even think I've heard you say that word before. I'm so proud. Um, Nathan, where can we everybody find you online? You sexy. All bitch. right. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's at Nathan Does Beer. And uh, you can find all my BAOS podcast blogs. If you go to NathanDoesBeer.com, that will redirect to all of my blogs on BAOS podcasts. You are no smart. way! You have a not come now! Yeah. I didn't even Glad know that. I'm going on that right now. I didn't know about that. Your man didn't yeah, even wow. tell me. Wow, Matt didn't even what tell me. Wow, wow. How did we get there? What, what is it? Oh, wow. what Nathan the hell? NathanDoesBeer.com. NathanDoesBeer.com. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, give Matt a heads up. Wow. Oh, my God. I told God. you right now. Okay, that works for me. So Nathan <laughs> does all of the blogs on BOS except for the ones that I just make about the podcast and shit. Uh, check oh, it my out. God. Am I prevalent? I would say that. When I'm breathing too fast and oh, uh, hyperventilating, out. hyperventilating. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Whew. Chris is moist. Um, that's it. So if you want to read all the blogs, Nathan is uh, handling all of that. There's a bunch of reviews right now. I've got some probably more long form thought think pieces and stuff coming. Breweries who ever want a blog post and stuff, uh, holler at Nate. He'll sort you out. Um, so. Guys, this was a genuine pleasure. We really, really have to do this more often. Now that we've done it once and it doesn't seem like the world is getting better anytime soon, I want to do this regularly, please, because this is a, just a, a pleasure to hang out with y'all, Chris. But we are we are, are making the world better. You're damn right we are. We're saying the sea bomb. We're, we're, telling, we're telling people about good beer and shit. We're telling people about cool stuff like we're fucking about smoothie beers are shit and all that. All of that. Isn't Jesus white and had a beard? Yeah, that's what I heard. Anyone from Palo? How many wrong things I just said? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we promise we won't. Um, (laughs) So thank you guys for hanging out. Now everyone, if you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell. Ding. So you know what the new new drops. Follow us on social media at Beer with Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear excessively attractive white men with beards and some of them have glasses talk about craft beer on this damn podcast. We're trying to diversify as much as possible so it's not just sexy white men with beards. It's sexy other human beings with whatever features that they may have because that's what we're all about yeah. here is diverse motherfuckers because that's literally – I'm not even joking – that's what we're about. We've got a bunch of stuff coming up. Um, we're here every Friday around 8, 9 p.m., whatever time we kind of could be fucked, really, to be honest. I like the 9 p.m. more. Noah's requested the 9 the last few times, and it's much easier than 8 because 8 is a rush for me. Uh, yeah, I had I finished. Like a bit around eight and that's probably better. And I finished my coffee at like 7.30 tonight. So, I, I go to bed around 8, so that's good. Yeah, it's I normally go to bed at 9.30. <laughs> Soft. So, Boo. Soft. Really? I went to bed at like 4.30 last night because of Simon, I guess. But I went to bed at 8.30 last night. It's, it's like literally eight hours difference. You live in a different time zone, man. Yeah. And I'm like you said, I'm living, I'm living here, but I'm still on Australian time or something like that. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. So, uh, guys, stick on the call afterwards. We'll wrap it up. So uh, that is it, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace.